was on a sweet Thursday. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, all had passed. Came the day I'd waited for at last. And you were there with love to spare. Making oh, it yes. It's Thursday. Thursday. The world has gone to hell. People are waking up trying to figure out what to do next, who to trust, what to believe, where to get facts, avoid the insanity out there. And we're here as that port in the storm, the calm voice that you rely on every single day. And then there's Miss Robin, who's here as well. <laughs> yes, because you're the calm one. I'm yeah. the voice. I have been America's voice of reason and the calming. I'm like the lighthouse in the distance, bringing you safely home at night, avoiding the reefs, avoiding the, the sandbars of life. You are everybody's safe port. I am. I'm just like Joe Biden. I'm just any port in the storm. You know, whatever you need, I'll go out there and do. But anyway, enough about that. We got a lot of stuff today. And obviously the pandemic thing, it's the number one story in the world now. Yeah. This isn't a local story. This isn't a state. This isn't a, uh, a country. This is the whole, the whole world. But we focus on here. Obviously, <clears throat> you know, I have family overseas. Yeah. I have family in Italy. We checked with them last checked night. Checked with them last night. And so everybody worries about relatives and countries, especially when you have a country that the entire country has been shut down. Yes. Remember, we haven't been completely shut down yet. But a lot of stuff is shutting down. And certainly we deal with sports most of the time. And there's no doubt that the biggest industry right now, yet it's not really the biggest industry. It's one of them. Sports is important to people as a diversion Correct. from the real problems of the world. And unfortunately, they're shutting down, so people are not going to get that diversion during this Exactly. So time. that's why, and it's not just about the athletes who make a lot of money. Two of them have tested positive now for the coronavirus. We'll get to that in a second. What we want to talk about today is not just, you know, who's a, who's, which politician was wrong and who's right and who has the answers. Nobody has the answers. Leave it up to the medical experts, okay? That's what I try to do. I'm not a doctor. I've played doctor many times in my lifetime. But those were just tests. Those were just recreational uses. Ah, you know what okay. I'm saying? And who has it, really? You played operation, right? When you play operation, like I couldn't play it now because my hands are too shaky because I'm getting older. You delicately go in there and remove the funny I'd ball. I'd still be good at it. You think you can still oh, do yeah. it and complete oh. the entire human body? I'm very, I'm, I have a very steady hand. I was doing... I always had a problem with the brain. Slow and, and steady. But then again, a lot of people have problems with the brain when you're trying to pull the damn brain out. I'm trying to turn the brain on today. My hands have always been slow and steady, Tony. <laughs> oh, this weekend, baseball. If, that's for if your brother from another mother is listening. Exactly. The fabulous Julia Mr. Julio Tempesta down in North Carolina. So we got the entire country, the entire world covered right here in the safely- Sanita sanitized wine cellar. Let's be honest here. There's no safer place to be right now than with me and Robin. But we're not going to let you in the wine cellar unless we know you're clean first. That's what we usually do that anyway. We've got a bathroom. We've got all the hand soap you need. We have a stopwatch so that you wash appropriately and all the other stuff. But the bottom line is this. People are worried. We always worry about everything. That's the nature of people who worry too much. Yes. Got to relax. Who, who, who's the most relaxed person that you know 
in times of crises, Robin? Me. Yes, but who is the second most calming influence? <laughs> now, Luigi is not here today. He is home washing himself. No, he's got, like, exterminators coming in. While they're there, because he's got a mouse in his house, apparently. I know. In his apartment. I, I he doesn't even own the apartment. I don't understand why that takes an entire day. But I can get that mouse... Just give me a little chunk of cheese. Give me a little. I don't want to use the mouse trap. I don't want to pick up Screw a smash. That. You Just got the little safe traps. You put them even around. Even Riddle, right now, being recovering again from this UTI that won't leave him alone. Uh, maybe he has a coronavirus. Don't know. But uh, if we just put him in there for a couple hours, he'd have that mouse like that. Absolutely. That's the greatest thing about having cats. No matter how old they get, they still have that instinct. They hear a noise. They go. We had, well, before we did our kitchen last year, we had an old stove, mm-hmm. and then when we started taking it apart, we found, you know, there weren't live mice in there anymore, but they go in there in the wintertime. If they can get into your house and they're field mice, they're not rats, Right. they look for places that are warm. Mm-hmm. Our old stove had a, uh, still had the, what do you call it, the pilot light in it. Yeah. So a mice, mouse goes in, makes a nest, and he's living inside your, uh, in your stove. The, the, and the cats know. Oh, they knew. Riddle, all three cats actually, but Riddle especially, we couldn't figure out why he was staring at the old stove. He would go in there and he would like do that. You know how like yep. when they were there. They know. And and we were like, what the heck? Like, are they seeing the flame? No, they I hear the noises. They well, have an unbelievable sense of, of they can they can hear things. There was actually they one can time. Hear. One time. We did not see, and we never saw any mice droppings anywhere in the kitchen. Like, sometimes you know that they're there because they, like, little, leave little signs. There was never anything in the pantry, nothing. Um, but one time we saw him, and this was just before we tore everything down, and we found out that there was a big hole going outside behind the old cabinets. We saw Riddle. He he never jumps on the kitchen counter, but yep. he jumped on the kitchen counter, and he was intently following something underneath the, the cabinets. I opened all the cabinets, couldn't see anything there, and it was clear that there was something behind the cabinets. There's something always behind the green door, too, but that's usually pleasurable. But anyway, let's get it back. People want to come here. We're not going to kill you with the virus stuff. No. I, I'm not a doctor. We'll give you the latest information we have. I'm not going to pretend that I know about test kits and all this other stuff. But I do have one big question about test kits, because that's what everybody's crying about. There's not enough test kits. That's obvious. But if there's not enough test kits, here's the question of the day. And I want you to think about this. The NBA, which shut down last night Mm -hmm. after the story about Rudy Gobert, the French superstar, defensive player of the year, great NBA player. Rudy Gobert, a couple of days ago, plays for the Utah Jazz. He is seen in a, you know, because everybody knew about the coronavirus for the last month, right? Mm-hmm. So Rudy Gobert, a guy who likes to have fun. He jokes around. He's a French dude. You know those French guys. They're very. They've got the mm, joie de vivre. Joie de, the joie de vivre. The joy of life, right? all about love. The language oui. of love. Oui, oui. Oui, oui, mon chéri. Voulez-vous coucher avec moi? No, in C'est France. Soi? They, they uh, in greeting, people kiss each other. Of course they do. It's a European the, not, thing. Not on the mouth, but on the you know, side I kiss of the my fa- I, In Italy, we kiss on yeah. the mouth. I kiss my uncles, my aunts, my, my nieces, my nephews. I kiss them on the mouth. It's so funny because in France, uh, most of the area, you only kiss once. You just kiss on one cheek. There's a couple places where you kiss on both cheeks. In the south of, the, of Holland, in the Netherlands, you kiss three times. 
Do you start a left, we're, right, left, up, down, up, down? What are you playing a video game? We're very, <laughs> we're very loving over there. Forget the one, two. We go for three. Wow. So anyway, we have reached seventy murders in Philadelphia. Yet that's an epidemic that nobody seems to address. And again, I'm not taking the coronavirus lightly. You know, I wash my hands. I, I worry about the flu. I worry about all the things. The thing is, is like everybody make everybody's making a big deal out of the coronavirus, which they should. But the fact that we're not taking no, you and I are, but the government isn't taking these shootings more seriously in every single city where this is happening. Seventy people killed. That's and not mostly young people. And this is not a this is not counting the people that have also been shot who haven't died. These Correct. are people who have died from gunshots in Philadelphia and it's rampant and yet that's considered ah, you know, whatever. Okay, but we have a five year plan here. Our elected officials here in our city, Philadelphia. And by the way, welcome to a lot of new listeners today on our Twitch stream. Thank you for joining us at twitch.tv slash Tony Bruno Show. People every day are asking, where are you now? And I have to tell them on Twitter. Luckily, people on, on Twitter see me tweeting a lot about the show and what we're going to talk about. And so we welcome all new people. And just follow. You know it's free to, to watch us every day from 1 to 3 Eastern time. We're your, uh, we're your safe haven here. Now, we're a safe space. We have a new follower, Grant Bixenman, 1993. Hello from Nebraska. Nebraska. Cornhuskers, now, hello. By the way, Omaha, as we had our Mr. Goldman, yeah. who was one of the coronavirus Carl. victims. He's not a victim. He's a, he's a, a guy who was infected. Survivor. I don't know if he's tested uh, positive, I I a negative three him. straight days, because that's the way he gets out. Yeah. His wife tested negative. She got to go from home right on that From right from the beginning. Ship. Yeah, the, that's the big cruise ship, the first one, not the second one that's now in the port of Oakland. The first cruise ship where a lot of this stuff became public knowledge all over the world, mm-hmm. right? Because it's a con- enclosed, and there's 3,500 people on a cruise ship. So you talk about one big Petri dish, and these are old people. So most of them aren't like, this isn't a swingers cruise. You know what I mean? This is a lot of old people going cruises. So they're not, they're not exchanging bodily fluids like some cruises do. Right. Those are the ones I go to. Because I know everybody's safe on there, or at least I hope they do. And by the way, Robin, I have an update to begin the show. For those of you following along with our keto diet, and again, we're not bragging. We're just trying to help people prove that as weak as we all are when it comes to smoking or not taking care of yourself or not eating properly, we went on a keto diet last Monday. So we've been on it since when? March 2nd. Right? Correct. We are now in week two, so it's March 14th, 13th, or is it 12th? 12th. It's March 12th. It's Friday so the it's 13th, by the way. If you didn't think crazy stuff was going crazy oh enough, we God. still have Friday the 13th to contend the with. Confluence of everything. It's like Mercury's in retro- retrograde, uh, the Friday the 13th. Uh, We're going to be eating Triscodecophobic bars tomorrow, <laughs> which are keto friendly, by the way. <laughs> so, else? Robin and I both, actually, you know who inspired us again? Bill Romanowski. So we're at the Super Bowl in Miami. Romo's a great friend, a guy who takes care of himself. He's had all kinds of concussions. We should get him on. We Should we get him on? We'll do yeah. an update? We should do a keto update. We should do because, you know, he inspires Robin and I every year. He yeah. and his wife are in exquisite shape. I mean, they are, they are physical specimens. And Romo, to his credit, remember, when he retired, I mean, the guy had a difficult time talking. He had so many concussions. When I first met him 10 years ago, um... 
he would come on the show because he'd been coming on your show forever and ever and ever. And then I started doing the Raiders post-game live shows with him out but, there in San Francisco. Right, but this was even before that. When he would come on the national show on Into the Night, whenever he came on, you would constantly get people saying, oh, my God, there he, he's is drunk. Is he drinking? He's, is he drunk? Uh, is he drunk? Uh, he's obviously doing drugs. He's, you know, he is high as a cut. Everybody was saying that there was something wrong with him. And I didn't know Bill. From, I'd never met him face to face. And so the first time I met him, I was kind of wondering, I'm like, well, maybe, you know, there's there's a lot of people that have issues. And then um, he told us the story about how he had just at that point uh, started the um, hyperbaric chamber therapy. Right. Because he was trying to find ways to help the brain after traumatic injuries and, of course, concussions in sports. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not just obviously if you're in the military and you're involved in warfare. You can get concussions everywhere. You can fall off a step, fall one, two feet, and get a concussion. So people get concussions all the time. In sports, we notice them. And now sports, obviously, is more concerned about the well-being of athletes. Like back in the day when a guy got knocked in the head in the NFL, they'd get up and say, how many fingers am I pointing up? All right, go back in the game. We've really, really progressed as a country that understands all the different elements that affect us. And so... Since Bill was very, very involved in nutrition and athletics and was in great shape to begin with, he wanted to get his mind in shape. And the remarkable transition from when he first started broadcasting, where everybody thought he was drunk and there was something wrong with him, to now where he's very lucid, he has progressed immediately. And it's It's not just because he was doing hyperbaric chamber oxygen treatments. That helped. But he's into nutrition. He's into the, uh, the stem cell stuff now, which a lot of people are doing, not only for back pains or people who've had a lot of issues as athletes with debilitating back pain and things of that nature. So Bill's on, on top of what's coming up next as far as medical techniques mm-hmm. and ways to help people get over concussions and, and spinal injuries and things of that nature. So we always talk nutrition. When we were in L.A., he, would, he has a company, Nutrition 53, and he has all kinds of shakes called Lean, and it's all really good stuff because there's a lot of nutrition company. And I'm not doing a commercial for Bill, but we're just trying to tell you how, we, how this all came about. So Bill would send us the shakes when we lived in, uh, in Venice. Right. And we were doing biking every day. We were going out, and we were active. So we were in pretty good shape, both of us. We weren't obese. Not that we're obese now, but we, because we lived in good weather, we would go out and bicycle every day before we did our two shows, our, two different shows. Our love handles have extra love right now. Exactly. <laughs> now, my mind is start- So anyway, we started the test. I weighed myself. I got it. So I take pictures every day. Now, I should have done it from day one. I should have done the sideways picture of my gut. You know how people do this? You were nine months pregnant. I was, uh... I was, come on, Tony. You I were was nine close months. to conception. There's no doubt about uh, it. Giving birth. I mean, you were definitely... And, and the, the, the thing with you, as an Italian man, you have that hard, visceral fat stomach, which is very dangerous for heart attacks. Absolutely. And, and you were carrying real high. I think it was a boy. I think it was a boy, too. <laughs> and, and, and you almost had that shelf going. And it, it was scary. And, you know... We're, this is our year where we were like, you know, we have to do something. I kept, I, I had become completely lax. We all did. Tony was sick, whatever. Everybody, there's, you know, everybody has excuses. We all have excuses. So let's fast forward. So and, Bill um, told us, hey, yeah. he's got a nutritionist. Is it possible for you to shut up? No, if I, if, no. I, if I shut up and you won't be able to hear it's this, really, it would be dead air. And it would be a really boring show. Yes, it would. Now, so he says, hey, I got a nutritionist. I'll let you put you in contact with her. And so we come from back from the Super Bowl, and we talk to her, and she gives us the keto diet list, 
Robin then gets a shopping list. She sends us all the different recipes and all the ingredients we have to go buy. So we jumped, we got on it. We didn't do it when we came back. You know, we, we took a week off, and then we said, let's get down to the, down well, to the business. We took a week off to eat all the good stuff out of the house. <laughs> yeah, because we had all this food in the refrigerator, and now we don't have any we food. We can't let it go to waste. Now we don't have any food. Now that we're having a pandemic and haven't been able to go buy a 1,000 rolls of toilet paper. We ate all the ice cream. We ate all the chocolate. We yeah, that's what we did. We just did what we did. Last, last, last call for bad, fatty we had the milk. We had all the oh, Oreos. Yeah. We had all the Oreos and the Tasty Cakes and all the other Everything. things. Everything. But we didn't gorge. We would just have like our little sweets at night. The ice oh, cream. No, I gorged. After supper. I gorged. You know, you get a little scoop of ice cream, maybe two or three scoops. I gorged. Totally gorged. See, that's the problem, Robin. You know I didn't gorge. I, I knew it was going to be my last for a while, <laughs> and the idea of throwing anything like that out. Is that like Fat Tuesday where you just go out and then you have to start fasting on uh, Ash Wednesday? Yes, and you just load up. Uh, we loaded up on sugar and uh, bread, pizza, all of those things that we knew we weren't going to have for exactly. a while. So anyway, we start the keto on Monday, March 2nd. Yep. I was 219, and then remarkably, each day when I woke up, I was losing a pound. It went 219, 18, 17, 16, 15, 14, Yeah, that's 13, what I'm talking about, too. 12, 11. You know, like when those guys count gold and they're pouring it into the scale on Gold Rush, my favorite shows I watch on Friday night, the Gold Tony's Rush dudes? Tony's like pouring out the fat. So yesterday, and I'm posting pen, I take a picture of the scale every day to show that this is not fake news. This is not doctored. This is a real legitimate yeah. scale, a medical scale. Not the one where you stand on top and then they try to slide it and they're like guessing where you are. You know, when you go to a doctor's oh, office, yeah, yeah. the old school ones where they have the sliding, like the bottom one goes, you know, you go to 100, 150. And then she slides it up to 200, and then it's still not enough. And then she has to go up on top going. and go up 10, 11, 12, 14. So I was at 219.6 on Monday, March 2nd. Now here we are. Fast forward now a week, almost two weeks into it. This morning I got on the – yesterday I was 209.2. This morning, not a full pound, Robin, 208.6. So it's not a full 16 ounces. What is that? I'm going to have to get Brian Williams on the phone from MSNBC. So obviously, when you lose, when you're at two, when you go to 0.6, that's a half a pound. Right. So 209.6 is 209 and a half pounds. And it's remarkable that every morning, it's always been that half pound mark. It's 210.6. So what did you say you were this morning? 208.2. You so did lose I, a pound since yesterday. No, I was two oh I was two ten. No, I was two not two oh nine point six. No, yet you told me yesterday that you're two oh nine point two. Yesterday? Yeah. I have the pictures, Robert. I post them online. Oh, okay. Let me go back. Well then into you the, lost more than a pound since yesterday. No, if I'm if I'm two oh eight point two and I was two oh eight point six, that means it's not a full pound. It would have to be point six. You understand what I'm saying? No, it's and that's pa- even before. That's pre-dump. That's pre-morning dump. Thank you for asking, Bob. Tony, These are important facts. If you were 209.6 yesterday and you're 208.2 today, mm-hmm. that's one pound, four ounces. Wait a minute. So I lost even more? I'm selling myself short. <laughs> so, so, and I said, look, unlike MSNBC's Brian Williams and that chick from the New York Times editorial board who was on the same show, which we had fun with last week. 
We didn't rip them. We were joking. I was making fun of myself. Yes. Anybody who's bad at math. You can just tell right now. Exactly. I Tony's suck at really math. I admit I suck at math. And so I just proved to you again that I suck at math. Yes. And so what I'm saying is that if you go on national television and you're on a show that has producers, directors. That is why I'm correcting you. I'm thank I'm you. And here I, and to I correct thank you for you. that. <laughs> and if you want to tweet and rip me again or be on the Twitch stream and rip me, go right ahead. I'm not going to block you. I'm not going to call you racist. So that chick from the New York Times decides that she was going to play the race card the other day. Uh-huh. Because after she was on that show, and we all were laughing about it, most people who played the clip of that news show where they had the, 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 the whole Bloomberg, if he gave everybody a million dollars of $327 million, I mean, that would only be $327 million. And even a dope like me knew that it wasn't. So for all of us who are mathematically challenged, we all had a good time at their expense because we all make mistakes. Except we don't all have producers and who put up the actual, somebody had tweeted it first, some other reporter mm-hmm. tweeted it first using that dumb math. And then Brian Williams, a guy who used to be an award-winning journalist, says, wow, how about, no, the, the woman from the New York Times says, Mara Gay is her name or yeah. something like that. She says, yeah, that's right. And then Brian Williams, yeah, how about that? Knowing the industry, we t- tried to guesstimate <laughs> approximately how many hands that had to go through before being put live. And we came up with at least 12 people exactly. that saw that and worked, like, looked at it, read it, approved it, put even it up. When, even when at Robin broke out people. the abacus after she played a, the ABBA album, Mamma Mia, even she got it wrong after trying to figure out how many zeros there were. So it's not something you could do on the top of your head. But when you're on national television, again, I'm not knocking them, but the point is the, the woman – who happened to be an African-American writer who was on with a white dude responding to a tweet from some other white chick got crazy because people were having fun at her expense. So she writes this whole column. Luckily, I don't pay the 99 cents to go online and get the New York Times because that's what you have to pay. So why would I pay 99 cents to open up her article to read her calling everybody a well, racist? Didn't, didn't she because, block you? For oh, a- yeah. And so I, I didn't even respond with a nasty comment. No, you were just I like, responded making light with of this facts and making light of it, having fun, which is what we do. She immediately blocked me for not even saying anything. Listen, were there probably people who were using stupid racist stuff at her? Absolutely. You know what that's called? Being on Twitter. Twitter is a shithole. Ooh, if we you have say a, yeah. anything, if we have an update on that. Later I know we're going to get to Twitter. We have the update today. I'm Ooh, gonna, I'm gonna news, call Tony. it. I'm, I, I, let me finish okay. the story. Twitter is literally Hitler, and we have proof of that, ladies and gentlemen. Because you know the term Hitler is thrown around so loosely these days. You notice that, Robin? Yes. Anything you disagree with is Hitler. Worse than Hitler. I will have proof today that Twitter is literally worse than Hitler. Stay, stay by. And this is factual stuff. You may not think it's factual, but I think undercover videos are factual. Yeah, I think no, when you, you catch you high-ranking officials <laughs> saying shit, this is not a rant. This is not a rage. It's only when Robin, who is really upset when someone interrupts her th- thought process, is not allowing me to finish the thought process before you went to the breaking news about Major League Baseball. Okay. I get that, Robin. You just have to relax. Finish a thought. And listen, nobody goes off into tangents more than I do. Nobody can go into 16 different directions and still have the mental capacity to somehow all bring it back to one. Well, we were. This this whole thing dominoed out of you talking about the first coronavirus 
NBA, NBA. which really started the yep. ball. Now, remember yesterday while we were on the air, the NCAA announced. Now, remember, this was yesterday afternoon because we go on at 1 Eastern time. Yesterday, the NCAA was the first major sports organization to announce that they were going to not have people go to these NCAA championship games, the biggest event in college basketball. I mean, it's monstrous. You got, you know, you got, you got March Madness starting. It's already underway. Conference championship games, some of them have been played. Some of them have been shut down. The SEC has announced moments ago. So as each hour passes, more and more sports events and all kinds of events, the Wells Fargo Center, period, has been closed down. Obviously, the Sixers season is over. The other teams that play in the Wells Fargo, the NHL is, is supposed to be making an announcement at this hour. But as you point out, Major League Baseball has made the announcement now. So for all of you people complaining that they're not showing or televising enough spring training games this spring, guess what? You ain't going to see any nope. more spring training games. So all you snowbirds in Arizona and in Florida, what the hell are you going to do now? You're going to watch the Tony Bruno show. Well, exactly. Don't worry about sitting out there in the beautiful sunshine in Clearwater or, or Plant City or Dunedin or down at Walt Disney World at the wide, wide, wide world of sports complex. Now, you know that if they actually close amusement parks. Well, apparently Disney Di- World and Disneyland, and, it's going to happen. It? Yeah. Now that is going to be humongous big news. When the happiest place on earth, because they don't close for nothing. They don't close right. for holidays. They the only t- there's very few times that they've closed due to uh, ho- like uh, typhoon type weather. Yes. Well, but, they close the water parks and obviously right. they, it, Disney World in Florida. For those of you who've been there, and so many people have, you go there in the summertime. There's going to be thunderstorms every. They sell ponchos with Disney and Goofy everything all over. Yeah. Because people go there. But the good thing about the summer rains at Disney World, they're nice. It's hot and humid, and then that afternoon rain comes. It lasts 10, 10, 15 minutes, and you feel good. Yeah. And you're wet anyway. Uh, and then you go on the then you go on the log flume ride. You feel then good. Then you go on the uh, all the wet rides. You do that when you're wet. You know what I'm saying? I like it when I'm wet. Well, who doesn't? Anyway, let's get back to the business here. So baseball has canceled all the spring training games. Yep. Uh, South by Southwest was canceled last weekend. Mm-hmm. We knew that the big annual event in Austin, Texas, Coachella. So everything that you're thinking about, anything that involves large groups, I mean, I, we, we could spend two hours just running down all the things that have been canceled. So, so suffice it to say, if you're planning to travel, you have a vacation coming up, you know, obviously if you have a vacation coming up this week, most people are canceling. But there are people who have been tweeting me and texting me and saying, hey, I got a, I got a trip booked to Disney in April next month. What should I do? You know who's down in Florida right now? Who? Um, homemade delish, Roberta Pepito oh, and family. They surprised their two kids by with th- this was something that was already planned, but they surprised them. They're down in Florida right now, and uh, I wonder they're they're getting in just before all the craziness is going on. You know who else? Speaking of getting in, this is actually uh, close to home. Um, our partner in crime, Joe Krause, mm-hmm. um, his daughter was in Switzerland doing a semester overseas and the universities there are closing and but she was there with friends mm-hmm. hanging out um going through quarantine and everything self-quarantined she's not sick but you know there's no plans well because of the announcement last night from the White House that they are going to halt all inbound flights from Europe they're from everywhere um 
suddenly the need to get her back home um, increased. But this is what they're doing. It's really, really smart. So he spent all night last night getting her a flight, and she's going to be flying into Dulles. Uh, Joe and his wife are flying or are driving down, down to D.C. That's down Dulles D- International, Dulles one of the Washington yeah, right. airports. They're flying down there, or flying. They're driving down there. They're going to leave a car for her there, stocked with food mm-hmm. and keto, or just like really good stuff. I don't know, ice cream, or whatever. All the good stuff, you know, yeah. dry goods. You know, you can't you can't have anything. Good, so you she's arriving. Hey, if you have one of those, uh, what are those things called? The the ice chests that are yeah, I guess though the the, the yo- yeti yeah yeti if you yeti. got a yeti yeah you can leave you that can in there for a month. You can put all kinds of good shit in there. Ice cream bars. <laughs> you can leave it for frozen a month and it foods, would be good. pizzas. So she arrives today, I think at noon. But both Joe and his wife, they are they can't afford to get sick. They don't know if she's been um, uh, exposed. She doesn't have any symptoms. But you don't know. So she's, they've arranged for her to self-quarantine herself here in the In a United car? States. She's going to sit so in the car? She's, she's getting off. She's getting in the car. And then she's going straight to their house in Cape May. And she's going to stay there and self-quarantine wow. if I, if there for was a place 21 that I, days. If, I, if there was a place I would like to self-quarantine, it would be at Cape May, looking at the Cape May Lighthouse every morning, waking up and going to Diamond Beach. And picking up no, all No, she's the- not going to go. She's, she's self-quarantined. So you can that- go on the beach. If nobody's there, you can't go on the beach? Well, what are you going to do? Con- contaminate broken glass, which now looks like diamonds after many, many thousands of years or hundreds of years? Come but on, I think, Robin. But, but isn't that, I mean, I think it was really smart the way they did it. She doesn't have any symptoms whatsoever. And hopefully there will be no complications with her getting back here. Um, they're checking everybody on uh, before boarding over in, in Europe. But um, I think it's a brilliant way to do it so that nobody has to come in contact with her just in case. That's what you should do. I know. They're like Temple University, all college students who are doing – Temple has students overseas. They brought them back, although it's probably uh, safer overseas than it is on the Temple campus these days, unfortunately, if you know what I mean. That coming from a Temple guy who has many friends, including Robin's daughter, who went to Temple and graduated. Yes. By the way, I have breaking news in college basketball right now. We know the NCAA tournament is going to be played in empty arenas. But Val Ackerman, the commissioner of the Big East, just a few moments ago, said that the games were still on today at Madison Square Garden, the Big East tournament. The games are still on even after the NBA made the call last night to suspend play. She says no athletes have been tested because no one has shown signs of infection. Now, you can criticize her. A lot of people will. Nobody knew anybody in the NBA was infected. No. And you know how we knew? Because Rudy Gobert, as we were talking about at the beginning, and I want to play this, and I have a really important question to ask that affects everybody. Because I'm thinking about not just athletes who are in great physical shape, are young, most of them, right? We're talking about young people who are, have unbelievable health care. They have access to the best doctors. And so not that I want them to not have access, but part of being an athlete who makes millions of dollars a year is you're going to work in an environment where they're going to take care of you. Unless you're the 76ers and they make up crap every week when somebody's hurt. But we're talking about a deadly virus here. Potentially deadly virus for some. So Rudy Gobert, who's a great player. I mentioned French guy. Everybody who watches the NBA knows how good he is. So a couple of days ago, they were working out inside the press room because of the fear of coronavirus. So Gobert was joking around with the media. That's not the, that's not the video I want first. I want the video of him... And this was the one that really set everybody off last night. Rudy Gobert 
sitting at a press conference table. The media has to be like eight feet away now. That was the original precaution. I talked about it at spring training. You know, the, the media is not allowed in locker rooms. It obviously wasn't until now where nobody's allowed in the locker rooms because they're shutting everything down. And so you had to be eight feet away from an athlete during a post-game interview. But it would have to be outside of the locker room. So anyway, Rudy Gobert, a couple days ago, was joking around at a media get-together. Now, he's at the Utah Jazz facility, and so he's sitting down. We're going to play this. You probably have seen it. I've watched it now 15 times. Initially, I thought, ah, no big deal. He was goofing off. But here's what he does. So he's sitting down after the media is over. He's got a couple of microphones on stands on top of the normal, you know, folding table with the black tablecloth on top of it. And there's, what, two or three microphones on top? As he gets up from the table, laughingly, he starts rubbing all the microphones with his hands, like mocking the fact that, come on, man, there's no coronavirus. So let's play the tape. If you haven't seen this, it's had over 3.4 million views. Rudy Gobert at the the, uh, jazz practice facility getting up after talking to yeah, the media. This this video is what they would call, this did not age well. Is exactly <laughs> right. Because, you know, he's goofing off. Hey, I don't, I'm not afraid. Of, look, so he starts wiping the table with his hands. Then he goes back, and he starts wiping around on everything, all the microphones, and then goes running out, and everybody's laughing. And you notice the media that are there are at least eight feet away. So he's yeah. done talking. He goes over, and he starts. First, I thought he was fixing the tablecloth. Then as I watched it, like it's like the Zapruder film. Right. You know what he's doing. He's like, I ain't afraid of no coronavirus. And he starts rubbing it, putting his hands all over it, rubbing it. And then he walks outside, jogs outside, and laughs. Two days later, they get ready to play an NBA game last night. This is the genesis of this whole NBA shutting down because they didn't waste any time. Mm -mm. So Gobert last night said he felt okay. You know, he was going to go out and play. And then they get the test results, and he tested positive for coronavirus. So the Utah Jazz were getting ready to play the Toronto Raptors. And at the beginning of the game, it's really chilling. I didn't give you that video. The PA announcer at the game gets on the mic as everybody's ready to go. People in the stands, teams ready to play. And he says, ladies and gentlemen, they made the decision before the game was even started. We have a guy who tested positive, Rudy Gobert. We're not going to play. Everybody out. And he said, please leave in an orderly fashion. All the fans left. Everybody left. And then... They found out they tested every single person. Here's the, here's the part that really surprised me. But look, before we go to that, Rudy Gobert likes to touch people. You know, French, yeah, yeah. European people. Italians like to touch. We like to touch. We're the, touchy. You're, you know, we move our hands We're touchy-feely oh, people. We frittage. Yeah. You know, we give you a little, uh, you know, we like to shake hands. We, like, we don't just shake. We give the handshake first, and then we give the big embrace. And then we kiss on both cheeks. That's an Italian thing. So anyway... What does that say? Super like? Super like. I like it. Who that's, super that, likes me? That's it's like super. That's a mask. Super. Super. And so, we also got another Twitch Prime follower. Thank you very much. Beautiful. Joe Hard 2016. Is he Joe Hard? <laughs> I don't know. Not Joe Mama. He's already Not following Joe Mama. us. Ed. So, so that, there's another video. By the way, I don't want people to think that this was last night. No. So Rudy Gobert and, We're Donovan, not sure when this and was. Donovan Mitchell are friends. They're on the same team. They're both great players. So somebody found this video. We don't know when it was. I think they were playing the Celtics. So just to show you how lovey-dovey, this isn't lovey-dovey. You know, Donovan Mitchell was obviously the star of the game. He's being interviewed at the end of the game on the floor. Gobert goes walking off with a towel around his neck, and then he stops at Donovan Mitchell, and he starts rubbing his head, you know, right. giving them, hey, man, you're awesome. Well, this is, this is, uh, this is, at first glance, 
let me tell you the backstory. I'm okay. making. I'm totally making this up. No, I don't want you to make it up. I want no. facts on this no, show, this, Robin. Okay, well, I'll say it's fact. Uh, Donovan um, really likes his hair just so, and uh, Rudy is likes to go mess it up just to mess with him. Yeah, but that's not. You're not making it up. That's what's happening here. I know. You know, in baseball, they throw a bucket of. When you're outside, they throw a bucket yeah. of Gatorade on you. In baseball, they throw stupid sunflower seeds at a guy when he's it's, walking It's off. like if I were to do that to Luigi all the time, he'd be like, stop touching my yeah, hair. But, I, but this was just like, hey, man, great game. I'm going to play mush with your hair. But he's touching him. Yes. Again, do I think that that's when Donovan Mitchell contracted, contracted coronavirus? No. But it, it's coincidence that the only other person on the team that was tested positive and the only other person in the NBA at this hour, the only two players are both members of the Utah Jazz – Rudy Gobert, and Donovan Mitchell. But here's the part that really, really is fascinating. So we keep hearing everybody crying, all the people with political uh, bullshit that they want to get out there. Right. You know, how, why don't we have tests? How do they not have to? We need testing. Everybody needs to be tested. Here's the thing I don't understand. So there were 60 people in the Utah Jazz organization. Yes. Players, coaches, office people, everybody that works for the Utah Jazz in Utah, in Salt Lake City, mm-hmm. got tested. That means, and oh, by the way, the Toronto Raptors, who were also in the same arena that the game was canceled, who were then sent into quarantine, right? they've been tested. They don't have the results on them yet. But the Utah Jazz, out of 60, 60 tests, two people, the two players, Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert, Tested positive. Does that mean they're going to die? No, it means they're going to get the best care help. They're going to quarantine them. But here's the thing that really, and nothing really, might happen. But here's the thing that really, really sets the light bulb off in my head. We're complaining that where's the test? Nancy Pelosi. We everybody needs a test. Oh my God, Trump! He didn't, he's hiding him underneath his desk in the Oval Office. <laughs> he's the one who's keeping he's people holding from being them. tested. He's got it in his hair. He's got it in his ass. So if all these people in Washington who are playing the political game, if, if I were in charge, none of this shit would have happened, regardless of who you like, how is it? How is it that professional athletes in great physical condition can find, they could find a hundred test kits in a matter of minutes in Salt Lake City, Utah, and test 100 people on two different basketball teams and get the results within minutes. Tell me that's not one of those things that makes you go, hmm. There's no test for people who are sick. But NBA players? Oh, man, let's get right in there. Let's get those swabs in their asses, their eyes, ears, noses, and throats. Why is nobody mentioning that? How is that not? Something that sounds sort of suspicious. How do NBA locker rooms have test kits, but hospitals and doctors don't, and people are going crazy that every single person in the country needs to be tested? No, you don't. Here's the bottom line. You don't need to be tested unless you have symptoms. It's like you get a flu shot every year, right? A lot of people do. There's flus every year. Thousands of people die. We all know that. I've never gotten a flu shot. And I'm never worried about dying of the flu. Now, I, I got the flu shot once. And, and it I made got you sick, sick, right? Yeah. 
because the flu shot is basically all the strains of flu influenza that they already know from previous years. And they put it all in the thing, and then they stick it in your arm, and they shoot all the all the previous flus that they know about in your arm. In a small, in a very smaller... Syringe. No, no, no. They, they only put a little bit so that your body has an easier time building up antibodies. No, not, they're, not the putting an, they're not putting an IV bag and putting all the flu in you. A flu shot is basically flu virus strains that are injected Correct. into your body so that your body becomes But they immune. put it in just a small enough amount that your body's not overwhelmed and actually gets the flu. Well, what, what is this? This is not the point, Robin. I'm not talking about, I don't want to know how many milliliters. Oh, everybody who's had a flu shot knows what it is. They stick flu in your body. And then, oh, by the way, the flu that you may not have in there that's supposed to make you immune is the new flu that they don't have a strain for yet to stick in your body. So therefore, I refuse to get flu shots because I don't want to get sick having a flu shot. And a lot of people do. They get sicker after they have the flu shot. I haven't had one flu shot, and I've never had a bad case of the flu. They, you don't get the full-on flu. You can get, you can have a slight uh, reaction, negative reaction, and get like a, a few little cold symptoms. I'm not saying you get flu from a flu shot. I'm saying the purpose of a flu shot is to put previously known flu strains into your body. Not to give you the flu, right. to make you immune from the few, flu. To help you fight it off. Remember the George Carlin bit we played yesterday about we have an immune system? Exactly. That we have an immune system when we're born. So Some of a- them are compromised. Some people have weaker immune systems. That's a given. I actually just realized, Tony, something, that I am helping your immune system. Do you know By how? By getting me riled up? <laughs> well, no. Joy Binoco, I, I'm glad that you're pointing that out, by the way. I totally agree with you. Thank you for noticing that. Um, that that you, you get so irritated with me. I'm Easily. not irritated with you. But you always try to overstate. No. I'm tired of people who go crazy and like everybody's gonna die. But no, oh me, my god! Oh god! I'm saving god. you, Tony. Toilet paper. The George. I'm doing. Tony. Okay. I am promoting <laughs> the George Carlin type of immunization therapy. I do not keep a clean house. I don't <laughs> dust all the time. I don't wipe everything down. I There, I'm sure, are a lot of germs in this house, uh, and you don't have to look far for them. So I'm, in effect, building up your immunity. You're welcome. Well, listen, that's why you're here, Robin. <laughs> I would have thrown your ass out here a long time ago if you didn't have uh, redeeming qualities. <laughs> but anyway, enough about that. My point is, relax, people. Am I saying everybody's gonna, everything's going to be okay? Am I trying to be a lapdog for Donald Trump? No. I listen to the experts, okay? He's just a conduit. Like Joe Biden today, by the way. And this isn't political. This is actual news. Joe Biden was supposed to give a live stream address today at 1 p.m. It is now 1.43. And according to people on Twitter, real media people, uh-huh. at 1.30... Joe Biden had still not shown up to give his live stream answers to how he would handle the coronavirus. Maybe he forgot where it was. <laughs> you know, I actually... So, Again, I'm not knocking Joe. Can I just say something? No, weird. let me finish this thought, please. I won't finish my thought. You didn't have a thought. You wanted to start another thought no, while this... I was in progress on a rant. You even put Bruno Rant in progress. So if a, if a rant doesn't finish... Okay, go ahead. You, go you ahead. don't interrupt a rant, Robin. It's like, let him go. You know, you just stand back. When somebody's on a rant, let it go, let it go. Let it breathe. Let it go. Let it breathe. Continue. 
Never mind now. Well, you can't do that. You say you want to continue and then you stop? Let me just give you again the latest news, which is the MLB update. Major League Baseball is suspending spring training and the beginning of the regular season. Now, we don't know what that means, whether it's the first weekend. Obviously, each day we learn more. More and more information comes in. My point about the testing kits is that they actually, in Denver, they're doing sort of those mobile tits. And you know what a test is? We had uh, Mr. Goldman on. They stick a swab in one nostril, another swab in another nostril, and another one deep in your throat. And then they put it through the the testing process. There's a little, there's usually like a little Petri drift with cultures in it. And you take the swab and you mix it in. You do a little, little. So now you're going to explain how it works. Well, I know how it works. I've done it before in. Listen, I've had a lot of stuff in Petri dishes. I've I've, I've provided a lot of fluids in a lot of orified containers. My cousin Trish, (laughs) who you have met, she is, she has her PhD in um, bacterial diseases. That's like her her specialty. By the way, Michael Miss uh, Missinelli's dryer on Twitter says at Miss Robin Austin at Tony Bruno. This whole Tony screaming at Robin thing is getting old. Yeah, I'm not screaming at you. You do the same thing when Luigi's here, and he imme- he just barges into a cogent thought process and has to immediately give a comment that somebody leaves on the Twitch stream. You got to know your spots, Robin. You got because we're trying to we're trying to keep people wait, wait, wait. calm today. Uh, I had no intention of doing a rant. What made me do a rant is the whole testing kit thing. Not because I have the answers or know where the testing kits are. As I mentioned, this is really the biggest story that you need to know today, other than the cancellations and people you may know and worry about traveling and all this other stuff. That's just common sense. But the NBA found a hundred test kits inside an NBA yeah. arena on a Wednesday night and tested everybody around, and yet, why are they not available to people who are sick? You know where they're available? And this is the other thing. People want the government to come and help us do everything, right? You know know who's going to administer these tests better than the government or any VA hospital, sadly, or any of the government-run facilities? Quest Diagnostics. And LabCorp. And LabCorp. Yep. You've been in there, the two biggest labs. You get, they, they, your doctor tells you, go get a blood test. You go into either a Quest Lab, Quest Diagnostics, or LabCorp, right? And then they send the results out. Guess who's going to be administering the majority of these tests? Those labs. Right. Although, You're not going to be able to go into Walgreens and get a test. Maybe they will well, they eventually. Might. I do like the idea of doing the drive through testing, though, like they did in South Korea. That's brilliant. That way nobody has to get in. Like, like if you yeah, think. Yeah, you know what the, where you run a problem with that? If you've got 1,000 people in a car waiting in line, mm-hmm. you know, like Chick-fil-A on Friday right. nights right before 10 o'clock. Yes. Or Popeye's. <laughs> or, no, Popeye's doesn't close at 10. Oh, that's right. Chick-fil-A, especially Saturday night oh, yeah. at 9 o'clock at a Boom. Chick-fil-A, you know they're not going to be open on Sunday. Yeah. That line at the Chick-fil-A drive-thru is literally bigger than the St. Patrick's Day parade that has been canceled in most cities. Yes. Right? I mean, yes. it's insane. <laughs> so what's the problem with a drive-thru? Is you take a sample, right? Uh-huh. Like, for example, we took, we took Riddle to the vet the other day. Paid $351, which we don't care because we love him. They had to do a urine sample. Mm-hmm. But because his, his ba- bladder wasn't full, they had to inject saline. They had saline. to, they had had to, to li- stay there for a couple of hours. So he had to sit in the, uh, in the vet's office for two hours, which they charge us $25 an hour for him to sit there, which is fine. That's what you pay. I understand it. You pay for services. I usually don't pay that much for services, but hey... I'm Tony Bruno. But anyway, I digress. So 
They take a urine sample. They inject him with saline so that he builds up some liquid mm-hmm. in, his, in his bladder. He gets the sample, and they send it out to a lab. Fast forward 24 hours later, we get the phone call from the same absolutely excellent care place for veterinary, animal, yeah. animal veterinary Compan- hospital. Companion pet hospital. They do a great job. The nurse calls me apologetically and apologizes and says, we don't know where the sample is. Yeah. We don't know. Bring him back in, and we won't charge you this time. So we had to take him back in yesterday. Now, go back to the long line, waiting through the uh, – are they going to use those uh, kiosks for the old uh, – remember the one-hour film oh, developing yeah. things? What were those called? Those Kodak – Kodak, Kodak photo, sh- photo Labs. Photo. But there was companies that owned those. Yeah, they were in every – like every uh, department every store lot. Every parking lot had one. You'd go and you'd drop off your little roll Fo- of – Photomart? Photomat. 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 You got photo yeah. map, but they had different Joke ones. Nothing. You just drive by, you give them, you put the envelope in there, and then you put your name down, mm-hmm. and then you go back a couple days later, and they can't find your film. Yeah. Right? Because they send it out to a lab. Robin Williams did a great, creepy, creepy One job. hour photo? Uh, was that what it was called? I think called? it was called one hour photo. It was either that or it was called photo mat. It was horrible. No, I think it was called one hour, one hour photo, photo, but it doesn't Fantastic. matter. But that was creepy. creepy. Most of the people who worked in those photo mats were just lonely people. And oh. the worst part about that era when those people were in those little booths, they didn't even have phones or laptops. To, to keep them company, no. right? Because now it doesn't matter where you work. Somebody's on their damn phone, whether it's a doctor performing anal surgery or whether it's just somebody sitting at, at working in line at a fast food place and they're working at the drive-thru to, and they're on their damn phones. I have an admission to make. What? In high school, for a very short, <laughs> brief three-month stint, I worked at um, a drugstore like, a, like any old... Like a Walgreens, CBS, Walgreens kind of a thing, but um, Sabon. I don't even remember what it was called. It doesn't make a difference. But they had a photo lab there. <laughs> I and almost every other employee that worked behind the photo desk, we looked at everybody's pictures. Oh, of course. That's why you couldn't take we, naked pictures of yourself. Oh no, people still did. Yeah, but but that, that's stupid. And that's why you had. Everybody. That's why God invented Polaroid cameras, Robin. Polaroid cameras were for the home. The, for the home. You got TV. the instant development situation now. You know, you didn't get a negative so you can make copies or blow them up. If you had your own little yes, lab yes. where you, you know, you developed your own film. Black and white, those color was way too expensive. And my my favorite my favorite uh, idiot story though is I worked after when my kids were first born and my first job back so that I could work part-time. I worked at Sears Portrait Studios so that I could work well, on the weekends. Well, who did after yeah. all, Robin? Who did? And this was before they went completely digital, and they had the digital proofs, but the photos themselves, the film still got sent back to... And had to be developed. And it had right. to be developed. And there were employees all over Sears that would get fired because they thought they were being really, really smart. They would take... Uh, dirty pictures after hours of themselves and whoever in back in the studio. And then they would obviously just do it so that they could keep the digital proofs that, but then they, they would delete everything off the computer, but then they would forget to, to, to not like send the, the film in. So the film would still go back and get developed. And they're like, Excuse me while I whip this out. And that is of course, ladies and gentlemen, how white women has extortion, and bribery. Oh, good for you. How many people have been caught with their pants down? A lot. Because of taking including stupid, in my studio stupid home videos or pornographic materials 
that they wanted other people to see or didn't want other people to see. When I did my porno stuff in my house, I wanted everybody to see it. I'm going to brag. I'm going to brag about it. You weren't in the porno itself. Uh, I I had a mask on a lot. Way before the coronavirus masks, I was wearing a mask. Before the masked singer became a thing. I appeared in several films, Robin. That'll be in my book I'm gonna have and to the stu- complimentary DVD. You have never told me this. I'm now going to have to study these films and see if I can recognize any distinguishing marks. Well, you'll know. I have that one mark, Robin. <laughs> one it's mark. not a tattoo. It's not a tramp stamp. You do, you do have a little Well, you've uh, mark seen my butt. butt. I have a little, uh, yeah. what do you call it, birthmark. Yeah, you do. But it's perfectly placed. It was like, almost like God wanted it to be in the right place. Is it like Indiana or something like that? The shape of, what is the shape of? I think it's the shape of Indiana. Yeah, yeah. I think it is. Mike Pence, if you look really closely, <laughs> you'll see Mike Pence in there giving another coronavirus update. But anyway, let's get back to the business. So am I the only one who's thinking like this, Robin? Because I try to use logic. I don't have any agendas. All politicians make up bullshit and try to... They want power. That's what it's all about. I don't want power. I got the power. Well, I I seem to recall there being a press um, junket about a week or no, probably more than that. Two weeks ago, three weeks ago, where Mike Pence came up and he said that the CDC was behind schedule on test kits. And they specifically went and they, they were telling labs and corporations everywhere in the United States to start mass producing. And they arranged for that to be paid for by the government so that it would be ramped up. By the time we truly need all of these millions and millions of test kits, they will be there. It's just that they he admitted that they did, we didn't have enough. Like if we didn't produce them right now in overdrive, there would not be enough. Exactly. That's the way it is with all medic. I mean, most of our medications are made in China, and we already know this. And like most of the antibiotics we yeah. use are made Nine, in China. And the world's antibiotics, ninety percent exactly. of the world's antibiotics so then, are made in China. This goes back to decades ago when we started outsourcing everything to China, oh. and now here we're in this situation, and we have to wait for somebody to send us medicine. Oh, by the way, from a country where the virus more than likely started. So that, that's, that's another issue. We can't handle that. There's nothing we can do. They just have to start making these products in this country. So just like oil, we were always reliant on the Middle East. Uh-huh. And if they did something wrong or there was another war, you know, the oil prices went through the roof. Now that we're energy independent, people are bitching that we got to stop drilling for oil when we have it right here. By the way, I, I, I just don't understand that. I have a Middle East coronavirus update, by the way. We have a Middle East yes. coronavirus update? Do you want me to do that right now? Do we have any of that great music I used to play, the Middle East music? I have you know who used to play that? Chris Morales, one of our producers, board ops. Whenever I did a, uh, a Middle East update, he would play. I mean, it was probably racist. Well, this is totally racist. Let we me tell you. We have a racist update. Oh, ho, ho, ho. But this is not from us, ladies and gentlemen. No, We no. are not going to be racist. We are just reporting the facts. And let's go to our Middle East desk. A woman who once had a great, great souvlaki at Jim Taeyoon's Middle East restaurant here in Philadelphia. Not only that, but I could have been in a Middle Eastern harem. I almost got kidnapped in Morocco. Oh, man. You know. Didn't that happen to doesn't that happen to everybody in every like uh Indiana Jones movie and John Wick? Didn't they go to Morocco and John, John Wick three or something? Well, and then he had to go comb the desert. Remember John Wick yes. pro- going through the desert to find Well, this was sort of an Indiana Jones kind of thing. <laughs> I was in a small Moroccan uh um, Picture this. Yeah, picture this. Robin wearing her turban. Now, first of all, no, you no, weren't no, wearing no, a turban. No, no. What were you wearing? I was eleven years old, but I was all I, I've always been tall, so I was taller than most most people in Morocco, <laughs> taller than men, taller than everybody. 
So, uh, which is a good thing because it probably saved my life uh, or at least my virginity. Um, I was in a one of those Moroccan shopping uh, streets. You know, there's like yeah. all these little booths with the tents out and yeah, pots little villages. And, yeah, the uh, little villages. And um, uh, not the villages in Florida. We were visiting. That's different. We were visiting a family of a Moroccan family that we knew in the Netherlands who had emigrated there, um, guest workers. And the two girls who were older than me but closer to my age, they decided to take me out and go trinket shopping. Did you do it in like hookahs and all that kind of stuff? Or were there any no, hookahs no, around, looking, by the way? I was looking at jewelry and, you know, all that stuff. Exactly. And um, I'm walking down the street. The girls were talking to their uncle who owned one of the shops. So I'm maybe 20 feet away from them when all of a sudden a group of men came out of nowhere, picked me up, and started running with me. No, yeah. they like swooped you up off the street? Yes. That happens in every movie that's filmed in Morocco. Uh, and you know what I'm saying? It really happened. And uh, there's, I, we did not know this until then, but there is a white slavery market. And I started screaming, kicking, fighting. Thank God I'm a little, you know, I'm, I'm sturdy. <laughs> <laughs> and I was very athletic back then. Got the that time. thick uh, uh, Nordic I, stock. I think I might have broken somebody's nose. I just, I'm hoping. That uh, shit happens. And um, then because of my screaming, they, uh, the, the two girls there started screaming. Everybody started coming out of everywhere with like big sticks. And they ran after the guys. The guys dropped me. And um, I'm still here today to talk about this. Now I can't get my stupid computer to play because I had some good music to do behind this. So I have to, I don't know, I have to minimize this, Robin. Oh, here it is. But okay, I could have been it. like some sheik's. Yeah. And you, don't, you could have been part of a harem. Yeah, I could have been like some sheik's, you know, 13th wife or something. Well, you'd be living better than you are right now, I'll tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> we wouldn't be schlepping over a hot microphone. A sheik's I mean. 13th wife is better than Tony's uh, whatever. As long as the sheik doesn't hit the fan, Robin. No, but let's go back. Let's go back to our Middle Eastern our update. Middle Eastern update. This is from. Dateline. Saudi Arabia, um, the employees at what uh, Saudi's Aramco's headquarters. Aramco, yes. Aramco's headquarters. It's like the largest company in the world, the richest company in the world. This is, they actually even tweeted this out. Um, <laughs> they had an employee walk around the company with this outfit on, walking around to make it easier and promoting their employees to wash their hands and sanitize their hands. Can you see it, Tony? Yes. So it is somebody, one of, one of the migrant workers, dressed up with a hand sanitizer on the front, walking around to accommodate the Aramco's employees. Can you imagine some... A company doing that here in the United States? Uh, yeah, I can imagine a lot of companies <laughs> doing that. Oh usually my God. in like, usually like in CEO offices, you know, where you got like, for example, Matt Lauer at NBC. After the show, the Today Show, I'd go in and say, "Hey, bring me the hand sanitizer, biatch." And while you're here, why don't you sit down on my lap this and see what pops up? Unbelievable. So Aramco's being. Uh... Can you do a little belly dance, Ryan? I cannot belly dance. Do you know that that re that that belly dancing requires supreme training and it uses muscles that most people never ever I'm ever use? I'm doing a great ab workout right now for those of you who can't see us on Twitch. Look, I need you know what I need? I need the little uh, hand symbols. Those little ching 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 ching. Yeah, they're hand symbols. Yeah. Right now I look like I'm doing. 
So if you own a company, do not do this. Do not have one of your employees walk around as a hand sanitizer, hand sanitizer station. Bad idea. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, one of our great and filthy Twitch followers yes. and longtime friend of the show, Bob from Valley Forge. <laughs> All this Arab talk makes me hot for a little camel toe. Oh, 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 oh. Now it's mine, now it's mine, now it's mine. Not the camel clutch, that's a different move. And of course, the Iron Sheik would recommend this. Is that so, not good Arab music right there, Robbie? Yes, it is. So there you have your Saudi Arabia update of the day. Beautiful, ladies and gentlemen. And that is not in lieu of the Florida update. We will, you know, if we get to it, we get because we, we didn't get to it yesterday. But um, there you have it. I can't believe you weren't even doing a sim. By the way, people were yelling at you on the Twitch stream. Did you notice that, Robin? What? While you were telling your story about your youth when you were young, they didn't care about your well-being. When you were in Morocco, you got swept up by a, a guy wearing a turban and a long sheet, and they carried you away through a Moroccan village. You could have been gone. You wouldn't be here today. No. And yet, you see, and you're one of your biggest fans, Mickey Delaney on the Twitch stream. Do you hear what he said, Robin? He no. yelled at you. People are mad at me because I jokingly yell at you every day. I'm Italian. I'm not yelling at her. It's not anger. It's not personal. We just goof off here in the show. You know what I'm saying? Keep the Arab music playing a little bit, Robin, please. Okay. This is a continuous. I'm just do it in the background. This is one of those like. Hey. What? Bill Romanowski <laughs> is going to call in shortly here. I just I just sent Julie, Beautiful. his lovely, lovely wife, um, sent her the call-in number. So he is going to be Romo, calling in. baby. Romo. Romo. We're going to do, for, but Mickey Delaney, Robin, a guy who has been basically. What did he say? I missed your it. Your biggest supporter. That was a long-ass story, he says, to you. And then, who else ripped you on here? I don't know. Right there. I got to go back on the Twitch screen. Where's the update, for Christ's sake? I don't know Joey Bonacco. Uh-huh. Back when you were telling your story about your youth and when you went to Morocco right. and got kidnapped, they didn't want to hear that stuff, Robin. You know why? Really? Because they're really, really are not good human beings who don't care about the well-being <laughs> of all of us. Miss Robin wouldn't be sitting here today slaving over a no, hot laptop. I would not. <laughs> I would be uh, probably, you know, 23 kids, saggy boobs. I might have even been put out to pasture at this point. You would be somewhere roaming around in the desert. And then I would have to call and say... Comb the desert. Comb the desert. You could, yeah, you're right. The sheiks, when they have the chicks, they're like Italian leaders like Bertolskoni. Yeah. They don't keep those women around when they get all old and wrinkly in the summer sun in the, I would have been in the desert. delegated to, like, wife number 73. Exactly right. At this point. And now the NHL has made the official statement. The NHL has now announced that they have also suspended the rest of the season. So NHL, NBA, the NFL, what's happening with the NFL now, obviously, since the next thing up is the draft coming up in Las Vegas next month. Right. What the NFL has been doing, they've been telling all scouts, 
like every team has scouts and they're out around the country talking to young potential draftees for their teams, the players that they're looking out, the open tryouts. So all of the uh, personnel that are out, NFL scouts for different teams, have been all told to come back, not to go roaming around the country. So it's affecting pretty much every walk of life. And remember, while we talk about sports here primarily and how the athletes aren't going to be playing and the fans aren't going to be able to go watch games and things of that nature, just think of the other people who are being affected, the people whose lives rely on going in and making $15 an hour every night to bring hot dogs and sodas around yeah. and to clean up these facilities. So this, this is affecting everybody. It's not just affecting athletes who have the best medical care and luckily can get tested right away and get the results right away, which most people can't. And so it's affecting everybody, people who are going on trips, people who want to go see family. The spring breaks for kids, they've been postponed. So there's a lot of things. Just think of everybody out there who's concerned about this. This isn't a joke. We, you know, we joke around about stuff. We're not joking around this, about the severity of this the virus and the fact that but, but the one thing I want to point we're putting in perspective. Exactly. The thing, that, the, the thing that bothers me the most is the amount of misinformation yeah. that's out there. Here's what I say to everybody. Turn off cable news. Stay away from it. I don't care what it is. Fox, MSNBC, CNN, all these other places. You turn on those channels and you leave them on all day, it is, tox- it is more toxic than a coronavirus. Because, yes, there are some good journalists doing television, but for the most part especially on cable news, it is overrun with pundits from both parties who go on television pretending that they're giving you valuable information when all they're doing is trying to get you riled up to hate the other person that you don't agree with or to pump up a person that you agree with. This is not constructive. I get it. They're doing it for ratings. You know who's not going to shut down while all these other businesses and real people in the world shut down? The cable news channels. Don Lemon will still be able to go on there and scream like a banshee when he's done. When somebody has the has the audacity to not agree with everything he says, those people will still be on the air, whether it's left wing or right wing wackos, just pumping your brain full of pablum and hate. You stay away from that shit. You want to feel healthy? Do what I do at night. Put on like Science Channel. Put on gold rush. And actually, no, put on you, on Earth. If you really have a fear of the coronavirus, just put on scientists who are talking about it. Don't listen to everybody else because as soon this is the problem. Pandemic. There's been so many movies that have either the word pandemic in it or they talk about pandemics, and it's always like the zombie pandemic or exactly. the Black Plague or whatever, Ebola. And people freak the F out as soon as they heard, hear that word pandemic as if everybody that's going to get it is going to die. And it's not. It's just that it's a it's, – if – here – it's the flu. It's really bad, but it, it's easily it's more easily transferred and it lasts a little bit longer. But let's be honest. If you heard today that like everybody at your work was suddenly getting the flu, you would say, God, the flu season is really bad this year. Would you freak out? No. no. You know what happens every year when you're walking around in the same grocery stores where the toilet paper is mm-hmm. abundant? And everything else that you need, the water and all the other, the Purell sitting there all year round. Do you think about that when the flu season and everybody in your family is coughing and sneezing and the person next to you in the checkout aisle is coughing and sneezing all over you? It doesn't mean you're going to die. But we know people get sick 
and they go out. People get sick and they go to work. So if you don't want to go to work and you're worried, we have people, we have kids who leave school to go protest climate change. And nobody cares about that. But now that the schools are being closed for their protection, everybody's like, oh, my God, these kids are not going How can you not go to school? First of all, here in Philadelphia, you've got a better chance of getting cancer from the asbestos in the school buildings than you do from getting the coronavirus. And I said this three weeks ago. You've got a better chance of being shot dead in broad daylight in Center City, Philadelphia, than you do of getting the coronavirus. Does that mean you don't have, there's no chance? No. Just be careful. Wash your hands. Don't go out in large gatherings. And sooner or later, they'll get this under control. But I'm serious about cable news. Turn that shit off. I don't care what it is. And I love when I get the tweets about, ooh, Tony Bruno, he's, he's a Trump supporter. Oh, my God. I didn't know that. I'll have to unfollow you now. No, you know what I am? I know for guys like Tim, hot take Timmy on Twitter, you know what you are, Tim? You're a guy who has zero common sense. You're a guy who doesn't listen. You're a guy who just is on Twitter trolling, looking for anybody who may not agree with your takes. I've condemned all cable hosts, because most of them. And then I get this one guy who runs a pizza shop in Cinnamons in New Jersey. Instead of getting the yeast ready, instead of making that dough rise over there, he gets to come after me every day. And we have a little fun conversation back and forth. And so obviously he hates Trump, and you can hate Trump all you want. I don't care if you hate Trump. In fact, if you don't hate Trump, you're in the minority, and then somebody comes after you because I don't hate the president and want the country to be healthy and happy. I don't spend 24-7 on Twitter trying I don't defend the president. I just sit there and laugh at all the morons. And a lot of them are blue check marks who should know better. I get the, the trolls on Twitter and the stew nods who don't know anything. I get that. Those people are on there. That's what Twitter is all about, which is why Twitter is Hitler, and we will get to that later on. But then you got guys telling me, damn, Tony Bruno from Madden 05 is a Trump supporter. Well, who would I, am I supposed to support, Tim? Am I supposed to, did I not, did I, I wasn't supposed to, who's the president? I supported Barack Obama. I, pres, I supported Jimmy Carter, who in my lifetime was one of the worst presidents ever and turned out to be one of the greatest human beings ever. So am I supposed to go there every day and say, oh my God, did you hear what Trump said last night? Oh my God, he, he got to go. By the way, what time is Joe Biden on with his answer? You can't have it both ways, folks. Just be reasonable. Be understanding that not everybody agrees with you. And just because you are so upset over political parties without power or with power, you need to go out and explore the world. Unfortunately, right now, I would put off going out and exploring the world. Well, you're like, this, this virus picked a bad time to get people out of their homes. Now, because spring is coming, the weather's going to get nice. I can't wait till we're back to normal, if we ever are. Maybe this is global war. Maybe this is the... Maybe the asteroid is coming, because you keep seeing every couple of weeks, there's an asteroid that may be hitting us sometime this summer, but it could also be about 150 million miles away from us. If we These people who can't judge when a hurricane is going are now going to tell us when an asteroid, which is hurtling through space, is going to hit us. They don't even know the month or year, but now we're going to all panic about being hit from an asteroid. It's ridiculous, man. People are going to be afraid to go to this. Like, for example, beach time. 
right? People are going to the beach. Salt in Florida right now. In Florida right now. Miami, we were there. The weather's warming up. Saltwater heals. So I, re- I could recommend everybody now. Get your bathing suit on right now. I'm almost bathing suit ready. I'm almost to the point where I'm not ashamed to take off my shirt. I'm not like Tom Hanks' son who took off his shirt and went on Twitter last night. Did you see that? No. Tom Hanks' Tom Hanks and his wife are eight, uh, have uh, the coronavirus. Correct. Big announcement last night. And then their son goes on Instagram or whatever video source he was on. Look up Tom Hanks' son. And the dude is all tatted up. There's nothing really? wrong with it. He's got good tats. He goes on, on social media last night with his shirt off to talk about his mom and dad who were in Australia filming a movie about Elvis Presley, and then they found out that they had tested positive. So we should play this video right now. Because well, obviously everybody loves Tom Hanks, one of the greatest actors of all time. Oh, so this is not the actor son, because Tom Hanks does have an actor. This is Chet Hanks. Yeah, this is Chet Hanks. There's another one. I forget. Isn't he Tom Hanks' son? Yeah, yeah, he is. But there's also another son of Tom Hanks who somewhat looks like him who's an actor. Robin, again, I told you Tom Hanks' son, Chet Hanks, I don't know how many sons or daughters. I didn't know One he had son who was all tatted up went on Twitter and posted this. So let's keep it to the actual story and not bring in, maybe it was his cousin who looked like Tom Hanks or his brother who looked, it's Tom Hanks' son, all tatted up. <laughs> let's go to the tape. This, this is what I have to deal with. Yeah, it's because you, you exacerbate stories. No. People have short attention spans. Let's go to the tape. Okay. Good God almighty. Chill the F out. Okay, here What's we up, go. everyone? Um, yeah, it's true. My parents got coronavirus. Crazy. Um, they're both down in Australia right now because my dad was shooting a movie down there. Um, but I just got off the phone with them. Uh, they both are fine. They're not even that sick. They're not worried about it. They're not tripping, but they're going through the necessary health precautions, obviously. But uh, I don't think it's anything to be too worried about. I appreciate um, everyone's concern and the well wishes, but... Um, I think it's all going to be all right, but I appreciate it, and uh, just everybody stay safe out there. Much love. Let's give him a roaring round of applause right there. <laughs> Chad Hanks, not to be confused with the other Hankses. Not Merton Hanks, the former San Francisco 49er defensive back with the extra long neck. Remember him? He had, like, the longest neck in football, Merton Hanks, 49ers. Look him up. Ed Hardy all the time, baby. Some good ink there, Robin. But and, you notice uh, he doesn't have the sleeves all the way down. No. 91 Sixers says, fun fact, he has a tattoo of Wilson on the small of his back, which is the volleyball. The, 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 from, the volleyball. Yeah. You think Wilson, if they were back on the beach and he was playing with that volleyball, he would be afraid to pick it up right now? No. You know what kind of shit's on the beach? You walk on the beach, <laughs> people out there it's grabbing honestly, stuff, and there's all like kinds of nasty But it was like a freaking deserted island. I know. That was a movie, Robin. That didn't really happen. I mean, he was on a beach. All I'm trying to do, folks, nobody loves Robin more than I do. But if you're going to be in this industry, and I've worked with a lot of people that have weaned them in, and Robin knows more about the technical stuff than I ever will. Even though I was a first-class engineer with my own license to read transmitters in radio back in the day and can cut tape and do all kinds of editing, run my own board for my own show with my commercials and news cuts, thousands of things in front of me back in the day because that's the technology we had. But now that we have this great technology, and Robin has done an amazing job of mastering it, 
to the point because where I couldn't even. Because now you don't know shit. Exactly. And I'm admitting <laughs> that because I don't have time to learn all that stuff because we live in an era where you don't need to have a first-class FCC license to go work at a radio station. You don't have to have anything to work at a radio station. All you have to do is convince somebody that they should hire you or let you work for free or pay to go on a radio station or do your own podcast. That's the great thing about America, Robin. But as long as I am the guy whose name is on the show, I want to make sure and maintain your sharpness every day, your focus. And so the guy, me, who has the tendency to go off on tangents, but I always bring it back together. And I always let you speak. I don't try to shut you down. or you never, uh, You've never shushed me. Because I don't know. What do I look like, Joe Biden? Sh- now, if I, do, if I get angry enough where I turn to Robin and say, What's the term that he used to that poor guy? The, the poor guy with the cot. You're full of. Do I ever, have I ever said to you, you're full of shit? Have I ever said, Robin, shush. Hmm. Shush. What would happen if I did that? What would I, what would I have to face if I ever said to you or any other woman yeah, that yeah. I ever worked with, and I worked with a ton of women, and I turned to them and said, shush, and then again, Said it again. Especially in that tone of voice, and not once, but twice. So Ooh. please, folks, this in, is tough love public, I give Robin here. And by public. the way, it's mostly joking. You don't see me throwing shit. You don't see me getting up and getting all ready to explode. Yeah, yeah, yeah close every yeah. once in a while. My blood pressure's good. I'm healthy. You know what I'm saying? It's good. Th- it, it just y'all have to admit it's a good thing I'm so good natured. By the way, I got to give it up to Coggin Toboggan. I got to get this guy on. He's really brilliant. Coggin Toboggan on the on Twit uh, Twitter at Coggin C O G G I N Toboggan. Mm-hmm. This breaking news now from the college basketball world, ladies and gentlemen. This just in. Coach K, Mike Shashevsky, of course, at Duke University, has just announced. He will still hold online sessions to yell at Duke fans in lieu of in person at the uh, NCAA tournament. So he's not going to be in the tournament, of course. The fans won't be there. But if you want to get yelled at by Coach K and you're, you know, you made your play in North Carolina, obviously the ACC tournament's not going to be finished. Coach K will do it online for you. A lot of people, all these schools now, here's the question about all these, you know, everybody's got student loan debt. You're a student or a parent of a student who's paying for the kid to go to a semester of college, right? And then this happens, and then the school says, we're not going to have any, we're going to, everything's going to be done online. Mm-hmm. Would you be pissed off? You're paying full tuition, and you're sitting at home where you have access to your cell phone and you can't focus. A lot of people learn online, by the way. There's a yeah. lot of great schools you know, what is it? Southern New Hampshire University online. Everybody's got a lot. University know if of really, Phoenix online. Honestly, I don't know if it makes a difference. If you're watching somebody on your screen that's teaching you versus you're sitting in a seat and mm-hmm. watching that same professor, I really don't think it makes a difference. Yeah, but say you're not used to it. Say you're just used to being in a classroom mm-hmm. and maybe you're getting bored and you're in the back of a study hall. Right, but it's And still- then you pull out your kazoo. And then some other douchebag chick I next to you pulls out commercial. a kazoo while the professor is giving oh an my instruction. God. That and commercial then bugs these the crap morons out of me. pull out kazoos and then start ra- running out of the classroom, joined by hundreds of other slap dick losers who are part of a Facebook kazoo class. I tweeted Facebook saying that 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 it was so insulting to every single teacher out there. 
Uh, it was promoting disrupting class. And then the full commercial ends with all of these idiots on kazoos going to a house and then being so loud and destructive that they tear the house down. Who who at who Facebook? Did Zuckerberg come? You haven't seen this commercial. How is that even? It's one of those, are you serious? It's horrible. I get you got Facebook groups and everybody goes out. By the way, is it so, isn't blowing on a kazoo, which has all kinds of liquid in it, your own so, your own stinking, infected, right. germ-filled mouth, and you start blowing into a kazoo, and then everybody in the classroom interrupts the teacher, who doesn't even pay attention to you it, because obviously he's not a real professor. He's some stupid actor. And then you go outside, and all these other slapdicks run out there, and they're playing kazoo. And I'm supposed to be impressed that those losers are in a Facebook, Facebook group. kazoo group. And it's, then there's another one with Sylvester Stallone. Have you seen that one? That one actually. That I one like. makes a little sense. That one, that one this is about groups, and that one, there's nothing offensive. It's a Rocky about group. It. I yeah. believe Joe Corrado yeah. is the leader of that. And it's all these people, actors on the you know, uh, steps. I'm not calling. I don't call them the Rocky steps. Well, there's a bunch They're of the things, art yeah. museum, Philadelphia yeah. steps. That one is perfect. Yeah, because you got that Kevin one, Hart in yeah. it. And then Stallone goes around and says, I got a statue out there. And then everybody ejaculates right out there. All the people, they ejaculate all over the steps of the art museum. Which is healthy for you. I mean, who even goes on Facebook anymore? Uh, only, only to check on family. I mean, that's how I checked up on your family in Sicily. That's the only reason to have Facebook. Yeah. No, it's great. You need a face. Now more than ever, who needs a Facebook group? You want to stay away from those people, especially people playing kazoos and having all that phlegm and shit fly out of their mouths while they're running down the street and infecting everybody. (laughs) Wow. Yeah, Tony, Tony is on edge. No, I'm not. Yeah, no, no, no. You're a little bit edgier today. I'm not edgier. I want people to be calm. I'm having fun here, Ooh, Robin. You know what you need to do? What? You need to light up one of those calming uh, doobies that you got from uh, Kyle Turley. Don't allow smoke in the house, Robin. It's a Kyle, it's a special Kyle Turley chill. Where are those babies? They're I, not wacky tobacco. I don't know. What did you do with them? Luigi had them first. Your son had them. Even he doesn't want to smoke them. You smoke them while you got them. You know, you were just talking about Biden. Yeah, I just mentioned Joe Biden. I wanted. Let's, I want to. Because this is kind no, of, do not do this story. Can I, can I just really? No, I don't want you to do this story. You know why? Even though it's a public service and it's factual, the problem when you do stories like this is then you have people coming after you, pretend you know, mad at you that you're daring to question somebody's mental condition. People question question my mental condition every day, but I, I don't want to play the dementia game. Okay, no, no, no I don't want to play. I've seen I've seen family members. Suffer it's from not so Alzheimer's. Much of a, this, is, this is one specific thing that he does. It's the storytelling, which have proven not to be true, right? There's a bunch of the stories out there that turned out not to be true. And there is actually a term for people who do that. It's not that they're lying. It's not that they're making things up. They actually, it's, it's a way for them to fill in the gaps of things that they have forgotten. And it's, there's a term. It's called... Um, Confabulation, and confabulation. it's a medi- it's a medical term. Wasn't that for- a show? Confabulation, and they, and they actually end up believing it because it's their their mind's way of filling up empty gaps, and that would make so much sense. I agree with you, but here's the problem: when you have this kind of a discussion, okay, is that people now think that you're making fun of I'm a seventy. 70- actually, and I, and I'm not I, at I know, all. I know you're not. You know you're not. But we live in a world now where people just sit around trying to figure out 
what, you, what do you mean right there? What are you trying to imply, Robin? What are you trying to say? And again, this is politics. They didn't want Joe Biden. They didn't want Bernie Sanders. They got stuck with Joe Biden because they had nobody else that they thought could beat the president. That's how it works. It happens, oh, by the way, every four years. You try to find the best candidate to go against the incumbent. Oh, Cujo knows has more breaking news, by the way. More breaking news now? Yes. Breaking news, Duke and Kansas yes. will not partake in, the, partake in the NCAA tournament regardless of empty arena. Wow. Next, you're going to tell me the Tampa Bay Rays are not going to play in an empty stadium when they're used to playing in an empty stadium every year. See, that joke's no longer applicable. In fact, the Buccaneers, the Tampa Bay Rays, mm-hmm. who have been a really good team when yeah. you consider the lack of fan support and the fact that they have get, develop young players who then go on to play somebody else, pay play for the Yankees, the Red Sox, or anybody else who wants to pay them when they reach the point where they can't afford to keep them. They would have had to play in two empty stadiums this year if that plan went along. Remember the Expos? Mm-hmm. They were talking about splitting, playing yes, half yes. the season in Tampa, the other half in, X, in Montreal, basically becoming the first team in sports history to play in two cities where nobody gives a shit about the team. That would have been a record, and unfortunately we're not going to see that this year. And what are all of these people, you people out there, who go to baseball games, particularly women now, because I don't know a lot of guys who go to baseball games and guys go to baseball games and sporting events and they check out the other chicks. Women go to baseball games to check out the athletes. Remember last year? Oh, Gabe Kapler, he's so dreamy. They check out the athletes. Yeah, of course they do. Athletes. They check out the guy's ass. But so then women get mad when a guy looks at a chick's ass and says, damn. I don't get mad. That's a, that's a nice onion right there. But when women go to baseball games with the sole intent, not the sole, because they like baseball. You yeah. have to like, yeah. chick, chicks don't go to baseball games. Well, some of them do. They go out in the outfield and they just drink. And they're not paying attention to the games. So it's like the loser guys they're with. You know what no, I mean? No, like our good fan, Andrea Nimchuk, is yes. a... She's diehard. She is die. This is going to devastate her. Yeah. And hopefully it won't be the whole season. And hopefully they won't, you know, that people won't have to suffer. Not just the players. You know, because the players all make a lot of money. Major league players make money. They, they want to play. They're getting paid to play. How they figure all this out is going to be the real amazing thing once this finally all settles down. I don't know when, but it's going to happen. It's going to, this is going to be taken care of. You know what I mean? So, again, anybody who has a family member, my ex-mother-in-law, I saw her go from a sharp, knew everybody, knew everything, to slowly develop to the point where she doesn't remember her own yeah, daughter. It's a, it's a horrible And disease. so it's, it's horrible for everybody to, to, who has gone through this with someone they know, whether it's a parent, whether it's a family member, whether it's a neighbor, to see that. And I'm not suggesting in any way, shape, or form that Joe Biden is, is near that. I'm saying he's 77 years old. I'm 67. I'm slowing down. And when you're in that world of politics where you have to be sharp every day, that's tough to do. But that just shows you the, the, the thirst for power what people will go through, even at, the, even at the potential risk of your long-term health. But that's, the, that's, that's why I'm not in that world. That's why I, I don't – I follow politics. I understand it. I was a poli-sci and journalism major. So I'm not just a guy who's slapped, sat down one day and said, let's talk sports. I've covered stories. I've covered news stories. I've covered politics. I've covered elections. And so that doesn't make me an expert, but I don't pretend to be an expert. Because as I pointed out last night, where a lot of people in the, in the sports business, 
were on Twitter saying, what are we going to do now with no sports? And these are TV and radio people and obviously play-by-pay people. You look at the thousands and thousands of people, not just the people who work on the sports teams as you know, analysts, play-by-play, you name it, people who work in the dugout, but the, the broadcasting industry, the broadcasting industry, Major League Baseball mm-hmm. talent, baseball, yeah. radio, TV, Fox Sports, ESPN, MLB Network, right? You got NHL Network, MLB Network, oh, yeah. NBA Network. You got the golf. Now, golf, of course, they got, uh, they got the TPC this weekend down in Doral. I haven't heard anything yet from, the, uh, from golf. Yes, I was a poli-sci major. That's political science. You know what political science is? Understanding how politics works. Like the Electoral College and all those things that people every four years seem to be against and don't understand. I didn't create it. I follow it. In fact, when I have people give me crap, you know what I offer them, Robin? And we have done this before. I offer them a complimentary pass to the U.S. Constitution Center right here in Philadelphia. We took our buddy A.J. in San Antonio to the National Constitution Center. And if anybody is really having a difficult time understanding how our country works and what the Founding Fathers said, I'll get you a pass to the Constitution Center. I do have an update, Tony Bruno. You have an update from A.J. in San Antonio, by the way. i got to get this one. Oh, as well. Because he is traveling right now. Update from Moab, Utah. Listening live from Balanced Rock at Arches National Park. I'm eating the local herbs that a medicine man said would protect me from the coronavirus. And there you have it, your Moab. This is the photograph he just sent. There it is, Balance Rock. I love Balance Rock. That's I love Fraggle me. Rock, too. That's, that's, that's next door. And by the way, he's in Utah. Yeah. Where the first two NBA players for the Utah Jazz have tested positive. Just don't go down there to the arena down there. You stay out in the desert. God, that's beautiful. Oh, I love that. Look I've that. never been to Arches National Park. You know, it go. does look like Sedona. We've been to Sedona a yeah. million times. Or, or um, Grand Canyon, but this is gorgeous there. It is gorgeous. Um, so, update from the PGA. We have a golf update? Yes, we do. Wait a minute, i got to get some golf music, Robin. I, don't, I See, I don't have the Masters theme in here. Yeah, I could have sworn I you did. I thought I put it in here. I could have sworn you did, too. But um, the uh, this was just posted like an hour, two hours ago. Okay. The PGA is banning Fran- Fran- France. Banning fans from the remainder of the 2020 Players Championship and future events. Wow! So the, if you're straight going right. down to Ponte Vedra, Florida, one of my favorite golf courses, of course, that's where 17 is the island hole, the par three, yes. over the water, one of the most picturesque holes in golf. They are going to ban fans, but the yeah. good news is they will have a pre-recording of a guy yelling. What's what's the guy yell after somebody hits a drive? There was a one guy who would always, we have a couple of fans. Yeah. You know, like hockey not fans. four. No, not four. <laughs> What's the one big Fraggle Rock was awesome? I, I don't know. What is it? Somebody else. No, it's, I can't think of. See, I got the Joe Biden thing going on here. But you ever hear it at a golf tournament? Get in the hole? No, that's when they hit it. That's oh, when, okay. they, when, they, when they're chipping. Or mashed what? potatoes? No, Somebody's no, no. Somebody's saying mashed potatoes? Yes, they yell mashed potatoes. That's a joke, though. But all these guys, when Tiger is back, you're the man. There's a bunch of things. So they will have now pre-recordings of slapdick fans who stand around three feet away from a guy in the tee box. And when he cranks that driver and you hear that ball, bang, you hear that ping. 
and everybody goes so these, crazy. These are the different things. Baba get in the hole. Get in the hole. Oh, my ball. <laughs> Kelly Clarkson. People yell out Kelly Clarkson. I don't even think they yell that out on her talk show. Is that still on, by I, the way? And then, and then. Baba Booey. No, that's a different Scrapple one. Joe. The price is wrong, bitch. Biatch. No, I'm talking about at know, the actual tournaments. Bang. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> what ifs? Now, Dean, who was a golf aficionado, yes. when he's not watching his 401k and his stocks go to shit after a couple of weeks. Unless you're planning around, because I would think that there were certain stocks that would not be affected that would actually go up right now. No, nobody's buying right now. Entertainment stocks, like movies and things that are people are going to be watching. Nah, nobody's more and going more. to the movies. You're going to go into a movie theater no, like and then DVD. pay $16 for a stinking box of popcorn. To watch an, a movie Netflix, that you probably aren't going to lock Netflix in. Netflix and Hulu and all of those are going to go skyrocketing <laughs> soon. Seriously. Are they not? By the way, my buddy Briny Baird, Pat and Indy, nobody understands the name. Briny Baird is one of our favorite golfers. He, I don't even know if he's active anymore. He came. Yeah, Dean says buy Netflix. <laughs> exactly. I mean, Netflix is going to skyrocket. Netflix, Hulu, the Disney Plus. All I'm not of those, buying Hulu. All of those streaming sites By are the way, go crazy. It, are all these athletes who are doing those stupid Hulu commercials? Hulu has live sports, and then because they're throwing money at them to say it. Uh, what was no. Joel Embiid going to say now? Hulu has no live sports, but you can watch the Hillary Clinton documentary 72,000 times for Twitch. only $20 a month, bitches. Twitch is another uh, corporation that's going to do really, really buy, well. Buy. Because people want something to do while they're in self-quarantine. I don't have to sit around and binge watch Netflix, right? Dean says, buy Zoom. I don't know what Zoom All I want to do is zoom zoom, a zoom, zoom, a zoom, 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 and a boom, boom. Remember that song, Robin? I, I haven't played any music today. I'm dropping the ball. Well, you so also had a cape up, a musical group update. Oh, yes. That's a great. Thank you, Robin. Because we have lots of videos today. It's well planned, the show, as you can tell. <laughs> I gave you the two videos. So we're seeing everything's getting canceled, right? Yes. We were in a cancel culture way before this. Now we really are in a cancel culture. Where every hour that passes, you're seeing more and more decisions, and not just sporting events. You know, Montgomery County colleges, community college, closed for two weeks. And even though there's nobody confirmed, this is pre- this is preventative me- measures. You know, these kids are going to go on. What they're going to do, for example, the kids in the public school system and the private school system. If you're in the northeast part of the United States, except for Buffalo, where they always get Summer snow. Summer came early, man. No, Woo! but you know they didn't have a lot of snow days this no, year. No, yeah. And so what happens a lot of times when the kids have a lot of snow days and they miss class, That's true. they'll tack the time on at the end of the year. Right. So since these kids, the only t- the days they had off is when they would go out and protest climate change and just <laughs> go out of school. But that was an allowable. Yeah, and then they were, the schools were like, well, that's okay. They're exercising yeah. their rights while they not, don't, don't know how to do math or read and write or do arithmetic. You Why don't we like, call it arithmetic anymore? Why is it math? You know what they call it in England? What do they call it? Maths. Maths? It's pluralized. Is that what Jose? What would Jose no, call it? Are what up, maths? still not mature enough to maths. tell it like it is. Maths, yo. Not Mets. There are fans at Sawgrass, Robin. So I don't know where you're getting your golf information from. But it's not from my boy down there. The Philly guys at the Golf Channel. Rich Lerner. And the boys. Can we put Golf Channel? But before that, let's see where the priorities are in America right now. Everybody's, everybody's being yep. careful. Yes. Sports are being canceled. Yes. A lot of uh, public events. Coachella, Lilith Fair. What are the lesbians going to do this summer now, Robin, at Les- without Lilith Fair? 
Oh, I'm can, worried about all people. I can think of a few things. <laughs> There's a woman talking in my ear about something that has nothing to do with what we're doing. Here. I know. That happens every day on this show, uh, Larry. Meanwhile, so we would run down all the cancellations. NHL, NBA, MLS, Major League Baseball, the Bundesliga, La Liga, the Champions League, the Vatican. The Pope has been canceled. I think he's coming back better than ever eventually. He'll just heal himself. Throw a little holy water on there, take a holy water shower, and come out and then go right back at it. But while all of this stuff is being canceled, there's one thing and one thing that we need now more than ever. Not just this show, of course, which people are saying all over the place. Tony, we need you now more than ever. It is. I could have mailed it in today and said, I got a little, you know... I got, a, I got a slight cough. I don't know if I should test myself. We are not going to leave people stranded. We are not going to leave people without entertainment. Mm-hmm. We are going to fulfill our duties on the Tony Bruno Show to bring you laughter and entertainment every single day. We're and taking things seriously when they're supposed to be taken seriously. Yes. But ladies and gentlemen... To show you where the mindset still is. And listen, we still need entertainment. Yes. I remember, again, I'm not comparing this to 9-11, but as I'm mentioning, a lot of sports reporters were saying, what are we going to do now as sports reporters? You know, and (laughs) I said, just go out. Now, obviously, if you're a a beat writer or if you're a TV anchor and you you go to games normally, interview the athletes, those people obviously are not, you know, they have to figure out what to do. Well, what most local TV stations do is they'll just cut back the sports reports, right? They'll just give an update on what's going on. But the news department will handle that. So the sportscasters, who normally don't do hard news, they're really in a tough spot. Yeah. Because what do you do? Hey, now let's go to Joe Schmo with the weather. And then the guy comes. They, you know what they should do? They should play like the kid who – they play all the other people who started in the business and are moving their way up. And ba- boom goes the dynamite kid. Play that. Have the anchors sit there and do make-believe sports. See, if I was doing a TV sportscast, not to make light of the virus, but just like be clever and say – Hey, the Phillies didn't play today, but let's go back to Bryce Harper's three-run home run earlier in spring training down there in Clearwater, Florida. Fire Dan Snyder has a good point, Tony. Which one? What's the birth rate going to be like in December? Boom! If everybody has to do self-quarantine, you know there's nothing better to fill the time than a little, uh, little, little. You know what or we big, need to do, big, though? If that happens, you, you know what we're going to have to do in nine months, Robin? What's that? We need to eat the babies. <laughs> exactly right. <laughs> yeah, and then Mike Tyson will be out there saying, I'll eat his children. Then he's be eating children. Yes, uh, by the way, Bob from Valley Forge again, any word on Lou Turk's pole Olympics being canceled? That's a good question. Uh, FYI, Bill Romanowski in five. Five. Oh, or maybe Four. now. <laughs> Bryony Barrett is at the TPC, baby. He's straight TPC in. Ponte Vedra, Florida, baby. Thanks for calling in. It's in the hole. Beautiful, man. By the way, Bob, also my daughter's volleyball tournament canceled. Tonight's pocketball championships at many sports bars around the nation have also been canceled. Please take the pocketball tournaments in the safety of your own home and in your safe space. But now, ladies and gentlemen, a man who's helping not just make the world better and healthier, a man, more importantly, who's making us better. Yours truly, Tony Bruno, Miss Robin, we see him every year. And all the time we see him, he tells us about health and nutrition. He's got his own company, Nutrition 53. 
making the finest products to make us healthy. And when we saw him not that long ago in Miami with his wife, they were still looking spectacular and talking health with us. Yes, and then he took one look at us and he said, what the hell What the hell is going on back there? (laughs) He is the great Bill Romanowski. Romo, how are you, buddy? (laughs) Good. How are you doing? That's funny. Good Good to talk with you guys. You sound great. You look great. Always great to see you and have talks. And, and, and we've been talking about, you know, how we're concerned about viruses and illnesses. And obviously we've got a situation going on now where everybody's concerned. And you've got to be careful. You know about nutrition. Your wife knows about nutrition. You sell nutritional products. But, you know, Robin and I, we've gained some weight on Because I had three surgeries, so we sit around. We don't move around. The weather's not. We didn't have a lot of snow, but it's still you don't want to go out. It gets dark early. And so a lot of people go through that. So instead of you saying you're telling us about you know, what I suffer from, which a lot of guys do, is you got to have testosterone because you lose testosterone. But then you also yep. talked about nutrition, and nutrition is the first thing. And one thing we all do, most of us, is we don't eat well. And so you put us in contact with your nutritionist, who's phenomenal, by the way, and she put, oh, us, on a, she put us on a keto diet. We started it yep. last Monday, March 2nd, and now, Bill, here we are on March 12th. 12th I have lost a pound. I started at 219.6 as of this yep. morning. I am down to 208.2. I'm losing oh, a pound nice. a day, Romo. Yep. 208.2 from 219 in 11 days. Fantastic. And I've oh, lost that about, makes me happy. And I've lost three pounds. Yeah. You know, but I'm yeah, a female. Absolutely. And you just have to realize that everybody is different. And, hey, at the end of the day, it's about getting healthier. It's about getting rid of inflammation in the body. And some people will lose, you know, a half a pound to a pound a week. Some people, like you, Tony, will lose a lot more. That just means you've got a lot more inflammation in your body than your, your lovely bride there. No doubt about it. I mean, I'm old. I'm 67. Yeah. Robin's 51. I got a lot of inflammation everywhere, Bill. It happens, man. <laughs> yeah, well. So that just means you, you need to catch up with Robin. Ah, so Do you have any age reversal medication right now? <laughs> <laughs> hey, what can you do for some? Do you have any coronavirus test kits back there, Nutrition 53? Hey, you, you know what? I do have something new that I've been working on and that is exosomes with our which are stem cells which is the next frontier of anti-aging yeah we, we talked about that when we were at the super bowl together and you know yeah. and i know like brian baldinger i know a lot of former athletes you know have had a lot of aches and pains and obviously injuries are now using stem cells injected into the spinal cord right is that where it goes well uh, what i've been doing is i've been doing it via IV, which then just hits anywhere you have inflammation in the body, it will find it. That's the unique thing about stem cells is they know where the inflammation is, and if they come across inflammation in the body, that's where they stop go to work. Yeah, if exosomes are your, you're born with a bunch of them, and then they deplete over time... Right. And so by yeah. reintroducing them into your body, your body becomes 
in effect, it's not that it makes it younger, but your body says, oh, yeah, I'm going to replenish whatever it is that the exosomes are telling me to replenish. What about exosomes and Y and Z zones and all the other uh, letters now that we have to incorporate into the modern-day society? And, and well, so you can incorporate stem cells, or what you do is when you eat keto, and if you fast, like skip breakfast and say you only eat your calories from, say, 12 to 6 during a day, which means you're going to get like 18 hours of a fast. Fasting has proven that it increases your natural stem cells and exosomes. So that is another anti-aging trick that when you fast for a period of time that and you do it right, that really helps you. We're talking with the great Bill Romanowski, Nutrition 53. Now, we were doing lean, and the thing about keto, though, which makes it difficult for Italians and, you know, people who like to eat pasta and a lot of carbs, because carbs are good for, you know, people who are active, people who run, they go out, they do a carb load before because they need that energy, which comes from mostly fructose and sugar stuff. So you got to eliminate most of the sugars. And obviously, you got bread, you got pizza, you got pretty much everything has sugar in it. So if I'm doing shakes... You can't do shakes because there's too many carbs in there, right? Well, it all comes, you have to realize this, that the, it's all about net carbs. So uh, fiber does not count. So what you do when you look at the, the labels of a shake product, like Lean One, what you can do is just take whatever the fiber number is and deduct it and you'll come out with a net carb number. And with that, uh, you know, and you want to keep your net carbs between 20 and 50 grams a day. And everybody is different. Some people will react uh, worse to carbs than others. And it just comes down to dialing in over time what works best for the individual. Bill Romanowski. Now, the other thing, since I don't know Frank Thomas, and I know you were telling us about your new product, which is the uh, the one for testosterone. Not, it's not you don't yep. st- you don't have stem Tem- cells available. Long. You're not going to have stem cells available at, at like Smoothie King when you go in there and get a. No, a- <laughs> no, that, that's not going to happen. That's where you have to go to an anti-aging doc and ask them if they deal with exosomes and. You know, there's a company I'm working with called Direct Biologics that make an excellent product. And I've done it. Julie has done it. And it's really working wonders for us. So this is, like I said, this is the next frontier. But then when it comes to reading nutritional level uh, labels, you want to make sure you just focus on your net carb number and dial in the right number for you. Now, Robin does that. I, I give her credit. She's doing all the mixing, the potions, the lotions, the creams, the suppositories. She, and, you know, obviously we got a sink full of dishes every day. I've been washing the dishes. The one thing about the keto diet, and a lot of people who have done this know, that, you know, you have to you have, to have everything ready in, in the store. You go to the store, you buy all your stuff fresh, and we know the yep. correct vegetables to use. The good thing is you can eat meats. Robin will buy chicken breast and then steam them. 
and then shred them and put them in bags. Same thing with roast. We'll make a nice big roast beef. Shred them, put them in bags. So then when you want to have like a taco, you get a, you get a romaine lettuce leaf, and you use that as the bread instead of using bread or, you know, tortillas. Yeah, that's fantastic. And then you have to realize this. You want to have grass-fed meat. Yep. And here's why, Tony, is with grass-fed meat, your ratios of omega-3 to omega-6 are in perfect harmony with your body. Otherwise, when these cows are just eating corn and silage, what happens to them is they get real fat and the protein that they deliver and when they, you know, when they slaughter them are really high in omega-6s. Omega-6s are very inflammatory to the body. So you eating grass-fed meat and grass-fed proteins out there are really going to help you know, keep your inflammation really low, which is also going to help you lose weight. And you know the one thing also, because you know, on a lot of diets you have to count calories and stuff, I don't even know how many calories we're taking in, but I know I'm not taking in too much because I'm losing a pound a day. So that means my body is, is looking for something to absorb, and it's the fat right now. But it's also muscle because I notice my, like my, you know, my, my pythons are going away. So it's also pulling muscle out of my body, right? Now, I, it's going to more focus on body fat because when you get into ketosis, yep. and you told me that uh, you, know, you do the peace, Right? Yeah, yeah, we are darker than dark, man. It is darker <laughs> than the darkest chocolate candy you'll have. The 85 cacao. You know when you buy the, the chocolate bars and they're like 85, yep. 95% cacao? That's how dark our keto. Yeah, when we so do the pee test the at night. Purple. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you, you're, you got the dark, pee, uh, dark purple on the pee strip, which is absolutely ideal. And, you know, the, the other thing about keto is you're never hungry. You always feel satiated, and you don't feel like you're dieting in no. any way. You know, it, it's like it's like truly heaven. And eating the right way makes your body, you know, uh, happy with the way things are going. Absolutely. It's like, since I've done this, and I've been doing this for four months, it's like I don't ever, I don't ever get hangry. I don't ever have hunger pains, where normally I used to get hunger pains throughout the day at times, and literally I would have to eat something every two hours and dial it in, and now I'm more about eating a really good balanced lunch and a good balanced dinner, and I'll have a shake in between that is low in net carbs, and that's what I do. Now, are, is Nutrition 53 going to actually come up with a specific shake for keto? Oh, yeah. We are doing uh, Keto Lean One, which is going to be launched here in the next month. Awesome. Send them yeah. over as soon as they're as soon I will. As you get them. I need that. I need that uh, you know what I need? And I go to the website. Testo website, Nutritions53.com. What is it called you now? Need Testo One. Testo One, yes. Not Philip Testa, yeah. the former mob below. Testo won. Yeah. Well, raise your natural testosterone level. I need it right now. Whoa. It's been a long winter, Romo. It's been a long, hard <laughs> winter. Well, 
We'll, we'll have you acting like a 20-year-old again, Tony. Woo! And girls and women, they'll like it, too. As Frank Thomas Absolutely. says, as Frank Thomas yep. says in those gyms hey, with all those weird Bill, people actually, sitting around. You missed it. Yeah, the other Robin, way. Robin will also have a smile on her uh, face. Yes. <laughs> yes. We have tape yes, actually. Yes. After I do the. <laughs> so, Bill, actually, you missed it. The we other have Robin day. on tape right now. Listen. What is? I Bobby <laughs> Giddy. <laughs> <laughs> Bill, the other day, uh, you missed it. We actually uh, peed on the keto sticks on air. We had uh, somebody else in studio, Luigi, who was not doing keto. And then Tony and I, and we all three of us peed on a stick. To not live. We didn't do it on camera. I mean, we, we went to the actually, bathroom yeah. down here in our wine cellar. we brought cellar. the sticks back on camera and read them on air. And you could see that Tony and I's were dark purple. Dark, 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 dark. I'm purple. Robin's the next level up, the absolute top of the ketosis chart. And then Luigi, you know, who's, who's fit and he's in good shape, but he's not doing keto. When he peed on this, it actually was like pink. I mean, it was like it was yellow. yellow. Yeah, it was yellow. So he has no... Why is it? That's not good, right? Yeah. Hey, you know, there's some people that just naturally maybe are a little more genetically gifted or they work out all the time, and that's the only way they're able to, you know, stay really lean and fit. But as you two have experienced it's getting harder and harder as you get older and with work and stresses and things like that this is the way you need to eat for the rest of your life and the two of you will be living in harmony well we're living in south philly right now harmony's up in the pocono mountains and i don't know if i can afford a piece of property up there yet Plus, we can't go anywhere, Rumble. Now, let me ask you about the coronavirus because everybody's talking about it. You know, we see the yeah. NFL, may, we see all the major sports that are playing right now affected. We're talking about, you know, scouts on NFL teams have been told not to go what out the heck there. What are you doing? Are you driving, Rumble? Yes. Where are you right now? Are you up? Which part of the, uh, the Bay Area are you in right now? I'm actually just north of Cambria, California on the Central Coast. Is that near? Oh, it's way past Atherton down in that way, right? Palo Alto, not in oh, that. Oh yeah, area. yeah, it's way south. Are you uh, way south? That's way down there. Yeah. What the hell's down in Cambria County? Well, my mother-in-law. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Julie and I have gone down there to see my mother-in-law. All right, I was just checking because I know you live in the Bay Area. That's that's not that's more like that's almost towards San Diego, right? Yeah, it's about three hours south of the Bay Area. Well, I mean, I don't blame you. With this, with this uh, coronavirus scare, the, the people that – I'm not really worried about getting the coronavirus myself because most likely everybody's going to get it at one point or another and it's going to be a really bad flu. But anybody over the age of 80 – you're kind of like, oh. Well, I'm not 80 yet. I mean, everybody over the age of 60. I'm not talking about you. I'm talking Almost about not 80. He, looks, he could no. be 80 and look like he's 50. I'm ta- well, he, yeah. But but his mother-in-law, my mom, your mom, those are the oh, people. That, yeah, and if you have any kind of conditions at all, it seems to really make those issues worse. So you're right. Those are the people. But those are also the people that struggle when you just have your normal flu season in the winter. Yeah. So it's a, hey, what I do believe that this is, you know, this is a time for everybody to reset, start washing their hands and really taking better care of themselves. 
And yeah. stay and hydrated. Stay hydrated. People yeah. underestimate how important it is to drink lots and lots of water because your cells work better when they're hydrated. You can't get as much germs on your skin. They don't soak in if your your skin is hydrated. So drink lots of water more now than ever. All our yeah, I think also, I think high doses of vitamin C. Yes, which is always a good idea. By the way, now people are responding on our Twitch board. Keto Lean One, is that a new Star Wars character people are wanting? I mean, that should be in the next Star Wars movie. <laughs> Keto Lean One, ladies and gentlemen. I am your father. I'm Keto Lean One. <sighs> well, we can't thank you enough, Bill, for putting us in touch with Leanne and helping us through this and getting us back. Hopefully, by the next time you see us, we're going to be back in fighting shape. I'm going to have abs of steel. I'm going to, you lean and I. Lean and mean. Lean, mean, sports talk machine. Yeah, brother. <laughs> <laughs> Romo, thank you so much, brother. Well, hopefully we'll see you soon. I got to get some keto. Lean. I got to get the, uh, the, the keto. Hey, lean. I'm going to send you, I'm going to send you some from the lab. Oh, so, awesome. Fresh you, out you the lab. You guys will get to taste it before anybody else. And if people want this stuff, you go to the website, nutrition53.com. Yes. All the great, great stuff. And this isn't just, he didn't just, you know, I'm going to start getting other people to make it. This guy has been doing this since I've known him. Yeah. And so this isn't a fad thing for Bill Romanowski. Well, this is, this is the way I live my life. And myself, Julie, our family, you know, it's about living lean, getting rid of inflammation in the body so you can live your absolute best life. And on that note, let's give Bill Romanowski. Romo, ladies and gentlemen. They loved him here in Philly. They loved him in San Francisco. They loved him in Oakland. And they really loved him in Denver. The great Romo. Good to talk to you, man. Thanks, brother. There he is. Is he gone? I didn't hear him. Speak. He's still up on. Bill, thanks again, buddy. You got it. Take care. Bye-bye. There, there he is, Bill Romanowski. Romo to you and me. Not Tony Romo. Thank you. Not Sergio Romo. Love him. And Julie. Oh, yeah. Was listening in. <laughs> was Julie listening in? Yeah, she was in the car. We love Julie. I mean, they are the absolute perfect couple. Like, are they not? Wanna, if you want to say power couple, they are absolutely a power couple. In more ways than one. Yes, in more ways than one. <laughs> He's amazing. He is. I, I'm, I'm happy to call him a friend. No, and truly. Not just like, a guy that I knew because I covered him in sports when he was with the Eagles and with the Niners and all these other great teams, winning Super Bowls and stuff. He's just a great guy. Doing great things. Yeah, was he, was he nuts when he was a player? Absolutely. What's the, what's the thing? Ask him what's in the suitcase. What's in the box? He always has a suitcase with him. It's a product. And it's none of this stuff is illegal, by the way. He's not no, selling no, no, steroids. No. no. There's, that's one of the things that a lot of people say because of his self-admitted. I mean, he, he used steroids. He admitted he used steroids because it was the only way that he could continue playing. Um, and he said that it was at the time when, you know, Everybody was doing it. Um, and so as soon as he realized what it was doing to his body and, and the effects, he stopped. I mean, he had to. He, yep. he was really – he. And by the way, I have breaking news. Nutrition 53, I can confirm, is not next to Studio 54. <laughs> so if you're in the New York City area – by the way, more breaking news from New York now. Ah. Broadway has shut down. 
dim down the lights, baby. Really? Broadway has shut wow. down. Wow. So if you want to go see The Lion King or other shows that you've never heard of or the same shows that they keep bringing back because there's no really good original ideas anymore, give my regards to Broadway tonight. Why don't they just, you know what they need to start doing? They need to just start streaming Broadway live. Put a camera. In empty theaters? Yeah, so the audience can watch it from home. They can do that now. Not live events. Why do I need to see a live Broadway show? Because they're awesome. I'd ra- if, they're gonna, if you're going to put it on TV, it's like when they do all these shows on TV now. They're bringing back like yeah. the old TV shows. They did Peter Pan. And is it okay? Yeah. I want to see Peter Pan with special effects. I want to see some chick flying on a wire through a gym theater. Give me a break. Like the Lion King. I know they have all the great sets and there are people walking around with... I want to see big. Tony, big, 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 oh, big it's stuff. big and it's amazing. Now there's a sound drop. <laughs> I'm getting punchy. Tony? Yes. You know what time it is? Is it time for the Florida update, Robin? No, it's, let's do our animal story, Robin. Just, I got to do tw- I got to do Twitter as literally Hitler too. I've been promoting that yes, all day. Yes, you have. And I'm not one who calls people. So are we doing Hitler? Hi- are we doing Hitler first? Yeah, let's do Hitler, okay. and then we'll close it out with a positive animal, our animal story of the day, because that's what we do every day. We try to make people happy, enjoy life. Let's do our Twitter is literally, literally Hitler, and we have the video proof right now. No, there's no swastikas or any of that stuff in it. Let's go to the tape. There's no video attached, Tony Bruno. There's no video attached. I saw it earlier on Twitter. Hold on. This is now, again, undercover video of high-ranking officials inside the Twitter hierarchy. We've been in the Twitter building in San Francisco. That's where we marched on Twitter, Robin and I, demanding that I get a blue check mark many, many years ago. And they responded. And Jack said, of course you're getting a blue check mark. You're Tony frickin' Bruno, Bo. Yeah, baby. Yeah. You know what I'm Damn it, Tony. It's not on here. I sent it to you this morning. This is the link. And it's, hold on. I'll find it. I'll find it. Just give me one second. All right, you're looking for it. Can we play the animals video? Is that too quick? Because no, I know I you have to, you have to do, do quickly. Yeah. at the same time. Um. Now, I know a lot of people don't think Project Veritas is legit because they expose a lot of people, and they legitimately expose a lot of people. But then the media honks who are against this stuff will all say, that's fake. It's edited video. Like all those Planned Parenthood women who were sitting having they, lunch no. and talking about just getting because, the, the testosterone. Just because they, Project Veritas has an agenda, and we're, we're – Fully admitting that Project Veritas no doubt about has a, it. they have an agenda. They are uh, definitely one-sided. No doubt about it. That doesn't mean that these undercover videos are fake. They're actually the, the no. You know, so, but they will be deemed as fake because he's exposing people. You know, we used to call this journalism. We used to call this investigative reporting. Now it's called well. I don't. I like it as long as it's not affecting me. That's the world we live in. I like these videos, but wait a minute. That's somebody that I like, so I don't really want to see I that, and I want to call it edited. This is it, Tony Bruno. This is it, yes. This is at the Twitter headquarters. Which we've been to. 
But um, we never got inside the bill. All we got is up to the front desk. And we have suspected, Tony, that you. I'm are... not the one who suspects this. Half of the people on Twitter realize that this is what's going on. No, we're, we've suspected that you have been partially shadow banned. Shadow banned, yes. Because not shadow dancing, because I love that song. Remember that one? You used to have like. It, on Twitter, you can measure through analytics engagement. I'm being throttled. And you're being throttled. There's no doubt about it. There's no doubt about it. I mean, I we put can- up some of the most brilliant tweets imaginable, and I get like 20 likes on it. Yet some slapdick with 25 followers has 10,000 views. Yeah. How is that possible? How is that possible, Robin? It's not. And here is proof that it is happening, folks. Right here. So do you want to set this up? Because I don't have the rest of the story on so it. So the story is... People know that, that Twitter is purposely shadow banning content they don't agree with. They, they always keep saying that they don't. And it's mostly conservatives. Now, I'm not really a right-wing, whack-job conservative. I'm certainly not a whack-job leftist. You, know, you, you, you talk both sides. You will I look down the, the middle. I'm not a Republican. I've never been a Republican. I've never, I've never will be a Republican. I don't care about either party. That's how I look at it. I fight the power no matter who's in charge. But when these kinds of things are revealed, these are the kinds of stories that will not get any run on the CNNs and the MSNBCs of the world. And even Fox, a lot of times, they won't run this stuff. But this is real investigative. Now, people will call this, well, that's not fair because you got a hidden camera. How do you think we nailed Remember Abscam, which was a big story here in Pennsylvania? Abscam was there were Arab infil- people pretending to be Arabs. Oh, I remember reading about and this. And they would go so into crazy. politicians' offices with ca- suitcases full of money trying to make deals. They caught them on video accepting money from foreign influences, and that became a big deal. People yeah. went to jail for that. You know, Mitt Romney, who I didn't like, he got caught in a, in a, in a, in a private meeting with his boosters mm-hmm. and made a comment about 42% of the people in the country are, uh, are, are on welfare. And that doomed this cop because somebody got a hidden tape. The um, well, that wasn't hidden though, but that nobody knew that there was taping going on. Trump's uh, grab him by the. Yeah, that I was in an access Hollywood. Again, yeah, I'm not defending anybody's bad behavior. That was NBC's way of trying to stick it to Trump right. during the election because Billy Bush, who also suffered a long time, yeah. and now they finally put him back on TV after a couple of years. Billy Bush is back right. on one of those. That entertainment wasn't really shows. undercover though. That was just no. A, there was two guys in a bus. Right about to go outside and tape an Access Hollywood mm-hmm. piece or whatever it was. And then they and had the mic running. And stupid the, locker room talk. That they, they had it inside have. the bus. Yeah. yeah, I'm not defending it. That was stupid. That's what rich guys who bang no. a lot of women and get divorced 50 times no, brag it's, about. It's a, it's a lot of lo- it's locker room talk. I mean, I've certainly heard it enough, and it's... it's the, the, I like never a, have to grab them. I mean, they usually just come, um, you know, but anyway, voluntarily. You digress. This back to this. So this is an undercover um, session, and this is a Project Veritas talking to a former Twitter software engineer um, about and asking questions about how it works. So here, let's go this, to the tape. You have to listen closely. And this is so that we can prove that Tony is being shadow banned. Yes. One strategy is to shadow ban so that you have ultimate control. The idea of a shadow ban is that. You ban someone, but they don't know they've been banned because they keep posting, but no one sees their content. So they just think that no one's engaging with their content when in reality, no one's seeing it. You just sort of turn off all of the features for them. So like, they still see everything, it's all there, 
you can like it, you can favorite it, or you can like retweet or whatever. But uh, at the end of the day, no one else interacts with your, no one else sees what you're doing. So uh, all that data is just thrown away. Uh, it's risky though. Why is it risky? Because people will figure that shit out and be like, uh, you know, it's a lot of bad press if, if like, you know, people figure out that you're shadow banning them, it's like unethical in some way, you know, um, so, I don't know, um, in the past people have been really, really pissed off about that, and even people who haven't been shadow banned have called it like a really terrible thing to do, so yeah, it, it's a risky strategy. And so you go ahead and keep on tweeting. Yeah. And you've been banned and don't even know it. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I definitely know Reddit does this, but I, I don't know if Twitter does this anymore. So there you have it. That's why I don't go on Reddit either. Reddit is, is, uh, is Hitler as well. They're baby Hitler. Twitter is literally Adolf Hitler. Ladies and gentlemen. Well, he's saying, though, he doesn't know if Twitter still does it anymore. No, but, but they, but they do. Yeah, they they do. do. There's no doubt about it. There's no doubt about it. If you're going to be a public forum, let everybody have an opinion. And I post mostly sarcasm on there. I don't root for any political candidates. Here's the thing that we say. If you don't like what somebody's saying on Twitter, don't try to cancel them. Don't try to ban them. Just stop freaking following them. Mute them. Block them. Whatever. So you don't see their shit. Exactly right. Hello? How easy is that? Why prevent somebody else who might like their stuff? You know it what the problem no with the, the biggest problem with Twitter is for everybody? I'm on there because I have to be because we have a show. We can right. promote it. That's what Twitter is for me. And I interact with fans who contact me and we go back and forth. We exchange. I don't yell at people. People are nasty no, with me, and, me. And they call me vile names. Then I block them. But I engage in conversations with everybody who reaches out to me on Twitter. The problem with Twitter for a lot of people, it's like a drug. It's they are obsessed by it. They're on it like 20 hours. Now, there are days I'm on there a long time because I'm working, and then I have the feed up. Yes. And like a night, you'll see me. I'm not on there. I'm watching stuff. I turn it off. But there's no doubt that Twitter is very addictive. To some people, Facebook's addictive. I don't even bother going on Facebook. I don't need to know everything about everybody's personal life and what they're having for dinner. Check in on my parents. Not my parents. On my, on my, my family out in Italy, I check them out. But there are people who literally cannot get off Twitter. Yeah. They like. They and like I was joking about this. I was joking about this ten years ago in Los Angeles. We had intern Justine, intern Jussie, one of our favorite young interns. Uh, yes. That's when Twitter was just starting to. Because uh-huh. I joined in two thousand nine, so this is like two thousand and eight. She was there with us on Fox Sports right. Radio. No, at night, it was, uh, it, was it was two thousand nine. It was two thousand nine. Yeah. She already had a Twitter account. Yes. And then I would and I, I would joke with her on the air. And we we did the tweet to follower ratio. Yes. So she would tweet <laughs> in inse- now. Remember, you're talking 11 yeah. years ago. She would tweet incessantly. So I would do a nightly feature tweet to follower ratio. Yes. And so if she had like a thousand tweets and five. No, uh, no, no. She I re I vividly recall that she had almost 300,000 tweets. But that wasn't at the beginning. I mean, we no. She, this was this was by the time she came in. She had been on Twitter for a while, but by the time she was working with us, she had over three hundred thousand tweets, and her follower ratio. She still only had like fifty followers, <laughs> and we're like, "Dude, you're tweeting. now." You know, I don't mock people for not having a lot of followers. She was an intern on a radio yeah, show. Yeah, I know. And now but she she's became what it. we love about doing the shows that we do. 
interns, board ops, producers, everybody that I've ever worked with, especially in the modern era, is, you know, you incorporate, you bring the interns in, you put them on the air. You know, intern Jussie became a part of the show. Mm-hmm. She had intern a flat Hank. tire. She in- had a flat, flat tire yeah. one night. And some tire company called her and came and, br- yeah. and gave Kim- her a new tire. Kimco. Kimco Tires. Kimco Tires, tires came yes. in. And not only did they give her a new tire to replace one, they gave her a whole set of tires. Yeah. You know, intern Hank is now getting married. Yep. I tried to teach him the right from wrong, but he went and got is getting married anyway. So not my influences don't always help, but we love seeing young people move up in the ranks. You know what I'm saying? And uh, Caleb. Uh, who was not an intern, but... He was a caller at age 13 in Indiana. Yeah. And he he is now... He went to college for um, for broadcasting and is doing great and now things. Now he's a senior at yeah. the University of Indiana. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, he's That's actually, in Indiana, by the way. Yes. And he's actually <laughs> hoping that he's going to be able to intern for us. Yes. So we don't... We're, but I digress. We're not going to have time for a stupid Florida story. No. But we cannot... But let me have another breaking baseball update. Okay. This is legit. It's from John Heyman, baseball writer who everybody trusts. He's at the MLB Network. He's, he's all over the place. Major League Baseball is pushing the start of the season back a minimum of two weeks and will continue to monitor and see when is best to resume. Spring training games are canceled as of 4 p.m. Wow. today. So teams that are playing right now will finish their games... And there will be no more baseball after 4 p.m. today, not only through the rest of spring training, but also the first two weeks of the opening season are temporarily on hold. You know who I feel really bad for? Out of all the sports, right now I feel Cindy really Lou who? No, I feel really bad Andrea? for the XFL. Because they were counting on the buzz and everything starting this new uh, Yeah, but they're division. four weeks in, Robin, and the ratings are and now with basketball. Listen, if all the sports had still been on, College basketball this weekend would blow away the the XFL ratings. So obviously they're an no, upstart they, league. But if they have to stop, if they have to stop, this they is, are going to stop, yeah, Robin. This is going to make it very difficult for them because they were counting on this sort of. This Robin, they upspell. only have a couple more weeks to go I in their know, regular just, season. It's still, it's, it's it's more people. With all due respect, and I have friends in the XFL, and I love football, but the fact that Major League Baseball's opening two weeks has been put on, has basically been wiped out. But that's, they're more bad. Oh, it's more important. Okay, that's it's what bigger. I'm, I'm not. I'm not saying that it's not bigger. I'm just, I feel bad because baseball, football, NFL, they're, they're already really well established. Robin, Even if they have to delay it, it's not going anywhere. I don't want to end this show having to, to give you one of these again, Robin. I don't think that, why is there one of those? I'm saying that I feel bad. Of all for the people who are being affected, the fact that Major League Baseball just announced to all the people in Arizona and Florida, the snowbirds, all the people who are down there on vacation, that there will be no more baseball after four o'clock today, and there won't be no more there will be no more baseball into the middle of April, and you're worried about the XFL, which has twelve thousand fans? No, come on. No, I'm worried. I, I'm the organization itself. Hopefully, they can handle this this entire. But uh, muffle one twenty six. Keeps tweeting over and over again. I want music, damn it. This is not, we do play, but it has to be spur of the moment, top of mind. I was have, loading a song and is, I don't remember this what it is. is. Music is, is. Music is my life. Is not planned. It is. No, some music organic. is. Organic. 
Like the theme song today. Yeah. It was Thursday. Yes. We, we, there's not really a lot and of good know, Thursday songs, so we played a Johnny Mathis. Well, here's one. Here's some music that is planned, but I'm sure that this is... Okay, well, you can blow your nose. Yes, everybody now. Animals, 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 animals. Uh, we love animals on the show. I love particularly the human kind, but I really, really love the real animal kinds. Cats, dogs, whippets, whatever you have. Flying squirrels, every conceivable creature on God's green yes. earth, and obviously dogs and cats get the most play. Correct. In and fact, look, Riddle's coming down right now and joining us for the animal segment. There's nothing cuter than baby animals, and you know that there's that saying: um, "How many blah 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 does it take?" Um, no, that's how many licks does it take to get to the middle of a turkey? Yes, but uh, right now we are going to see how many Labrador puppies does it take to fill a bucket? How many lab, little baby labs does it take to fill a bucket? Let's go to the tape. There's two in there. A third one goes in now. And here comes the fourth one. Fourth one's, is he in there yet? No. Here comes the, now the, the fourth one's trying to get in there and find a spot. They're like locking him out. Uh, fourth one just comes in from the back. The fifth one goes in, the one that's been struggling, still trying to find his place. A sixth one is now walking around. He said, screw it. Enough of this it. shit. Does so he go back five. in? So five are in. Where's number six? Number right. six is, walked is, away. Is, he is said, six, screw this crap. Is six giving up? Let's check. I don't know. Five of you got in. Good puppy. Look Ladies and gentlemen, it is a final. If you had five, if you had five, oh wait, oh, wait a minute, the six is going back, oh, and he turns no. around again. Oh, he's back. Oh, he's wait back. a minute, he's going to make him. A, he oh. jumps inside. It is a final. <laughs> All six babies. It was a quarterback sneak. Six of you. It, it's six Good of them happened. in the little bucket, and he does the last move, and he dives <laughs> over the top like like Carson Wentz on a quarterback yes. sneak from the one yard line. You got to go high instead of going low. That was awesome. <laughs> Boom. God, I love little baby doggies. Their little faces. Oh, my God. You know what's even worse, Robin? The fact that we can't even see. I can't even see my grandson now. I know. Because little baby Dominic Vincent Bruno, who is now home, growing every day. Yep. Hey, he has his great red lab, the great Lana Banana, the big doggie. Who's a big dog? Who is a English Red Lab? An English Red Lab with a squarer face, but one of the most amazing dogs ever. All animals are amazing. And so my son sent pictures last night of baby Dominic. And so I asked him, I said, How is Lana? You know, you got a baby in, in the house, an infant, only like six pounds. Mm -hmm. And you put him down on the floor, you know, and then so you put him on the bed. Lana Banana on the bed with baby Vincent, Dominic Vincent yesterday. Instant love. Because animals can tell. Animals know. They can sense that it's a new baby in the house. It's not like they bring another, even dogs. Some dogs, it don't matter if you bring another dog or a cat in. Like our cats, you bring a dog in here, they don't have any problems with dogs. So that's great. But now because, you know, they're, they're, they're not quarantined, but they live down in the woods. Right. Well, they've self-quarantined uh, just because of the baby. Uh, baby's just out of the hospital. He was born premature, as everybody knows. So he is, uh, immune system is still kind of exactly. working up. So they're not taking any chances. Yeah, so they don't, of, again, they would love us to come down and see them. But, th but be for safety precautions, because I don't know, I don't think I have the coronavirus, but even if you have the flu. Yeah. You know, I have, I, I, I've been coughing and sneezing, but I don't think I have coronavirus. Although I would stick a couple of things up my nose just to check. 
Could I do a home coronavirus test? Is there a home's version like the? Uh, yeah, can the we just get te- we need test strips? You know, order them off of Amazon. Pee on. Maybe, can we pee on it to see if we have the coronavirus? I usually we're, pee in the woods when I go down. We're we're doing good with those pee strips. I think that we uh we got that sucker down. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed, we did. So we're not going to be able to see the baby this weekend. Nope. Which is an absolute outrage. We're but that's what you have to do. And you I even be crocheted safe. little booties for him. Which it's is okay. He's growing every day. You know, as the great Mr. Rogers once sang, everything grows together because we're all one piece. Your arms grow and your legs grow. Remember that song, Robin? No. Mr. Rogers? What's the matter with you? I do not remember that one. Everything grows together. Because we are... No, I got... Wait, stop the show right there. Stop the music right there, Robin. Stop the music. I will not allow this show to finish until I hear that song. So I'm going to have to go to YouTube and find Mr. Rogers. Not Tom Hanks, Mr. Rogers. And we wish Tom and his wife, Rita Wilson, well. Yes. Mr. Rogers, everything grows together. Everything grows together. I still remember. Robin, can you crochet Tony a muzzle? Yes. <laughs> yes, I can. I prefer a leather, full leather mask <laughs> with one of the gag balls in it. Here we go. Let's go to Mr. Rogers, Robin. We played a beautiful animal video. Mm-hmm. Animals are animals. special. But now, please, Robin, let's go to Mr. Rogers. And Here we go, everybody. Let's sing along with Mr. Rogers now. Everything grows together. Because, because you're all one piece. piece. Your, your nose, nose grows and the rest of you grows because you're all one piece. I don't remember the Never words. Never heard this. Are you serious? Nah. That's it? Keep playing it. I, I, I didn't Everything do anything. Everything grows together because you're all one piece. Your ears grow as your nose grows as the rest of you grows because you're all one piece. <laughs> Everything grows together. Because you're all one piece. I remember watching your this with my kids. Grow as your ears Muffle grow as your 126. Nose I don't think this was the music you were thinking of. <laughs> Not Mr. Robinson's neighborhood. That was awesome. Because you're all one piece. Your hands grow as your arms grow as your ears grow as, as your, your pee pee grows. <laughs> and, and sometimes, if you're really lucky, things will grow again. It gets real big down there. <laughs> There you have it, ladies There we have it. No, Miss Lady Elaine Fairchild is not there. Okay, let's go back <laughs> to. Come on, Roger. The that's a good poll. That is. Well, you I, could I'd never pull heard of that. fringe Mr. Rogers shit from back in Tony, the day. Tony, you are very good at pulling. Ladies and gentlemen, we want to thank each and every one of you. Bill Romanowski for joining us today. All the great people who follow us on Twitch. Tell your friends. It's the only truly safe environment that you can enter to without worrying about any getting diseases, any kind of negativity, any of the bullshit that you're used to hearing every day. Listen to our bullshit. It's a better, better brand of bullshit. Sort of like right brand bacon. Bigger, better bacon. We'll see you back here tomorrow for the big Friday the 13th extravaganza. What could possibly go wrong tomorrow? On Friday the 13th, free Triskaidekaphobia for everybody. We'll see you tomorrow, Robin. Good night and good hockey. Uh, you'll you'll see me after the show, Tony. I don't know. I mean, I don't. After today, I don't know what's going to happen. God bless America. Don't text and drive. Don't drink and drive.
Bye bye. Good night. This knife has a straight edge on it, so it's very easy. Maybe in our world here, to live a happy little mountain. Thank you for listening to the Tony Bruno Show on Bruno Nation Live. Don't forget to subscribe on the Twitch mobile app so you don't miss any of Bruno Nation's hilarity and hijinks because it is definitely must-watch radio. Of course, you can catch the archived audio on your favorite podcast app like Spreaker or iTunes. Plus, if you subscribe via Twitch, you can watch any of our archived videos. We hope to see you back here every Monday through Friday. See you soon.